When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Undeniably Dairy. Dairy farmers are more than farmers. They're climate caretakers. They see water as a precious resource. Most farmers recycle water up to four times, from chilling the milk to irrigating the crops. And some even use technology to turn manure into renewable energy. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. Do you have what it takes to earn a star? Do you dream of earning two? Might you join me in history by earning a third? Hey everybody, welcome to CORE. This is CORE, episode, I don't even know, 364, and it's uh, Thursday, May 4th, twenty. 23. Uh, I don't like saying may the 4th be with you, so let's get it out of the way now and not bring it up again, because I don't like how it sounds. doesn't feel right. How about how about go forth yourself? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that one I'm into. No, it's, it's just something about like, it sounds like a, I'm slurring. And everyone's like, no, it's supposed to be, you know, it's Star Wars. The, no, I get it. I understand. Uh, it just sounds slurry. Like, may the 4th be with It sounds like I'm just Like not, you're drunk? Like, hey man, may the 4th be with like you. Like you forgot how to say the force. The force, yeah. Like I don't know how to enunciate the force. I hate it. I don't like it. Anyway, but I like Star Wars and I'm excited for everyone to celebrate, so I guess you know, enjoy your Star Wars celebration. Both and literally. you just gotta lean into it at this point. It's yeah. not going anywhere. No, I agree. It's not going anywhere. That is for sure. But check this out. Um, I got good news. This is exciting. Hold on. Let me pull. I got this uh, visual here. Let me pull this up oh. for the chat. Uh, I'll show it to you guys as well. Aids. But uh, I printed a whole bunch of stickers. I got a good deal on a big bunch <laughs> of stickers. <laughs> and um, we, we, <laughs> we, have a, we have a new, a brand new Legend of Zelda game coming out. Uh, this guy's a little more Telda than Zelda, like Bose last week. But uh, anyway. It's more like he ate one of those rupees that you pick up. Oh, a little bit. Not wrong. Kind of like he's sucking on it right now. But anyway, he's. Uh, I, I drew this for, uh, I can't remember what reasons, but some time ago, and I thought, this might be a fun sticker. So I'm making these stickers. The reason I'm telling everybody at home is because uh, 
core people uh, will want to know if you join our Discord, you could be winners of said uh, stickers. These look great on your water bottles, your no- your notebooks, you know, the back of your uh, backpacks. I don't know what you'd stick things on. Uh, but uh, join our Discord if you haven't already. Frogpants.com slash Discord, and it'll get you in. You don't have to do anything special, and you might win. Great link. These. It's an NES era link, I feel like. I yeah. feel like back then we had stouter, wider heroes. That's right. Yeah, little less taking itself so damn serious, you know? It's yeah. sitting on a cliff looking off into the distance and pretending the switch has good draw distance, you know? Saying, ah, look, Boy. what's that red You're bubbly just gonna, thing? Just going to poke the bear right out of the gate, huh? <laughs> I mean, I know fans don't have enough to be mad about. They're I think burning gonna be down a lot of... Kotaku. They're mm. uh, coming after you now. Like, yeah. It- yeah, it's a fair point. Yes, There's well. going to be a lot of bear poking today, I think. Yeah, probably a little oh, bit they, of bear. Well, maybe, yeah. yeah. yeah it's a I good, it's a good warm-up. I got a good bear warm-up. to poke uh, here here and there, but also, I can't be the only person that wishes that Nintendo was releasing a new console for this game, that we were not using I 2016 hardware. I do wish hardware. that. I agree with you. I'm ready for a new Nintendo console. Yeah. Yeah. It might have been that the previous Zelda game, the one that this new one that's coming up is a follow-up to, already didn't run well on their console when it came out with the console at the beginning of its life cycle. Yeah, it was already a little chop-chippy, a little bit of frame rate droppy, all that stuff. I mean, I respect that Nintendo wants to do something different. Like, kind of been their their MO since the GameCube. Sometimes it's worked really well, and sometimes it hasn't worked the best. Um, and I, I like Nintendo being wacky. Never change Nintendo. Yeah. But you it just being different doesn't mean that you can't put a little power in the system. Yeah, Nintendo power. You know, that's what I think. They're gonna look. Yeah. They they touted um, whatever. You know, we may get this new one and go, whoa! They really smoothed it out. They optimized the hell out of it. If they do that, I'll eat these words. All that we've just said, I'll eat it all. It's Nintendo needs the, them to be a, the affordability is important for them. It is. So I think yeah. they're yeah. hedging their their loss on the console. That's true. You got to feel good about handing the device to a child. Yeah, that's true. You should see how well that thing runs. Not that I would know personally, but how well that runs on that exact game runs on a Steam Deck. Uh, it's really really smooth. What uh, Tears of the oh, Kingdom? You no. watched a YouTube video? Yeah, I'm sure that was all I did. Yeah, I think that was all I did. <laughs> Breath of the uh, Wild runs really good on on the Steam Deck. Yes, beautiful. According what to you've videos, heard. according to videos, Scott yeah, just, has done independently. Yeah, no, nothing I ever experienced firsthand, of course. But uh, uh, is yeah, really don't mess around. Nintendo's in a bad mood. I know they really nine are in a million mood. people watched the Mario Brothers movie on Twitter. Yeah, they should take Twitter down. That's what I want them to do. Is Nintendo worth more than forty four billion dollars? I think so. You know, get him, Nintendo. Go get him. <laughs> Go get him, man. I love it because that was up for what a, a couple of days or a week or something. Uh, the entirety of that, the D and D movie, and one other movie, I can't remember another another new thing was just up and running on Twitter. <laughs> you could, I mean, it looked like shit and was compressed all the hell, but you could do it on a. Similar, but definitely not same note. I've seen about the first forty-five minutes of the new Mario movie. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's <laughs> I good really, time. really liked on, you it. You saw it on you saw it on Twitter. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it I saw it somewhere. I don't remember where. Um, I can't remember where I was. Oh, is that I've one of those things? Weird, you live near so. a drive-in. You know, yeah. when you live near a drive-in. It could be. Maybe it was just playing somewhere near me. I can't remember. Maybe I just wandered out. Mm. Um, but I've seen about the first forty-five minutes of that movie. 
and I, it was real good. Yeah, everyone I've talked to has really enjoyed their time with it, so I'm actually excited to finally get it when it comes, you know, in a legitimate streaming f- form. Uh, oh, I'll buy it, and I have a two-year-old, so I'm going to have seen that movie 700 times very yeah. quickly. I mean, at this point, so I don't think it's something anyone talks about, but I just assume everything's watchable on Discord, right? I mean, yeah, you can do that. You I think can probably if you try. I've been exploring enough. community channels and stuff. There's a lot of. Oh yeah, there are people like channels. today. I I when I edit the morning stream, uh, I don't know. Why I said it that way. The morning stream. It's just called the morning stream. <laughs> the um, morning stream. When I edit it, I, I do listening a th- to a new podcast. <laughs> not to be confused. <laughs> not to be confused with uh, Satterblast. Right. No, don't get that. Yeah, don't the get after, that confused. The Saturday afternoon show that doesn't exist. No. Yeah. But it can when you when Bo is in charge. But anyway, the, um, uh, when I'm editing that show, I go off into discord and a bunch of people follow me in there after the live stream and they watch me watch whatever I'm watching while I edit. So I turn on like right now we're watching Gilligan's Island, which is just abjectly terrible. Um, it just doesn't hold up. I have such gosh. a soft spot for Gilligan's Island. I do Island. too, but it's kind of, Oh, it's bad, John. It's so bad. It was even bad when I was a kid, but it just, it used to be what I watched every morning before I went to school. Yeah. It was just on. That's how it was for me. All these reruns were on when I was a kid and it's just what you watched, but it's uh, so we'll watch that. Well, I know that and that can't be uh, strictly legal, you know, Probably as far as not. I know, but this is like having 50 or whatever the limit is of my favorite friends coming to the house, sitting down on the couch and watching Gilligan's Island three or four episodes yeah. in a row. That's what it's like. And that show is racist. That's the other thing. Very racist. It does not surprise me to find out. No. Didn't know when I was a kid, but not, not surprising to hear about now. Gilligan multiple times now has, has painted his body up to look like a, uh, a native of some sort, a native oh, of the no. island. Yeah, that happens Maybe a lot. This is why they don't talk about it a lot. Yeah, you're not alone. I always I preferred Happy Days, which was the show I watched when I got home from school. Uh, like, yeah, you're always going to be more fond of the home from school show than the going to school show. Yeah, because you're done anyway. with school for the day. You're out. But also, I think Happy Days was probably the better show. Yeah, I think so too. But what what, what Canadian delight did you have in the morning before school? Before we move on today to to our real stories. Before school? Yeah. Did you watch anything before school? Like, that was actually kind of oh, rare for me. Um, yeah. I, just weird stuff that's kind of like Hercules. Did you guys have Hercules? Uh, cartoon or live action? With or? The, the belt with the H, cartoon. That oh. That was a big one. Um, you know, there was a, he had, there was, he had a sat, satire friend. Really? Oh, like the Disney cartoon Hercules? No, it wasn't Disney. I, I, I can't oh. remember. Disney cartoon... 80s was it 60s nice 60s yeah here hang on the mighty hercules was the name of the show uh, tell me i thought oh. maybe this wasn't just a canadian joint this is uh, here i'm putting it in the discord now it was um a canadian oh my gosh it looks like they just took superman and messed with him <laughs> yeah uh, it was it is a canadian deal you guys never watched the mighty i think hercules? i think this made it down here i'm just trying to think if i ever saw it um it does say it aired in north you had a belt with an h on it <laughs> oh my gosh john's not wrong about the superman thing he looks just like superman Yeah, he's got a real clark kent vibe but he's hercules not to be mistaken for superman yeah they just I, they just aped the superman vibe here um, look at some of these stills. Oh, this is something I want to watch now. Can I get this anywhere? Uh, there's uh, full episodes on YouTube. <laughs> this is pirated. Why is he literally one Superman? of those characters looks like Bo? Yeah, it totally. Does. <laughs> the evil wizard looks like D and D Bo. But why? Go why? back to him. Yeah, let me go uh, back to that guy. Where is he? That guy is that guy's Bo ready yep, to DM. Yep. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, listeners who aren't live, you're missing out. 
Um, they even has <laughs> that is Bo about to say like buck buck. Yeah, he even has the little Superman hair dip in the front. Yeah, that's hilarious. Well, there's Bo again. Yeah, so yeah, that that would be something I'd watch in the morning. Okay. Yeah, and the episodes are five minutes long, so they weren't like full episodes either. Oh my lord. I'm going to find yeah. this and I'm going to watch it. The video this. I sent you has a link. It has 74. I don't know if that's the complete. I never really looked into it. I just remembered. Oh, yeah. Hercules, the H belt guy. The H belt guy. That's even better yeah. than you called it that. All right. Well, it's because his first letter of his name is H. And then he has a belt with the first letter of his name. And I think if he lifted it up, it would give him the key man powers. Uh, I'm looking here. There's it's, something with the belt. There's a mechanic about the belt. I just don't remember what it is. I can't find it anywhere. What I would really like, if this is possible. Oh, it was his ring. He has a Hercules ring. Oh, that turned him into Hercules? Well, that's some rewriting well, of history there. Yeah. I guess it, well, it, didn't tr- it made him powerful. If you see that still I just sent, like he holds it up and there's this animation where he's like, kaboom, I've got a ring. Did you guys know? Okay, I'm a little blown away by this. Did you know that there was a TV series ran from 98 to 99, one year, one season, called Young Hercules, starring as Hercules, Ryan Gosling? Really? Was it like a sequel to the Kevin Sorbo thing? Maybe. Maybe it was a spinoff. It's always hard to say. Yeah, you never know back then, because all that stuff was weird. and, and. But that would have been around the time, right? Yeah. Yeah, look at him. That's that's freaking weird. I don't feel that good about weird. it. I don't feel good about it at all. Ryan Gosling's like a legit studly dude. Look at him there. That's terrible. I don't like it. Oh, people say it was a prequel. It was a prequel to the, the Hercules TV show. To the Sorbo oh, show? Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's a mistake. Man, you want to talk about aging into a bad situation, <laughs> going from Ryan Gosling to Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, dude. Jesus. I guess, send yourself to Hades. That happens. I My guess God. Gosling was still coming off of like Disney stuff, so he was still a Disney kid then. Well, anyway, uh, watch one of those episodes and then immediately go watch The Driver or what? Or Drive or what's that one where he's, uh, he's, a, he's like a crime driver? Oh, shit. What's that called? Are you thinking of the Edgar Wright movie, Baby Driver? No. That wasn't that wasn't him. No. Crash is the name of the movie, I think. No. Hold on. Ryan, I'm just going to bug you, me. The Go. Risa Fans movie, like the, you know. I think it's just called Drive. Yeah, I think it, there's a drone called Drive. Okay, it is Drive. Have you seen um, the yeah, one drive. where he's in? Uh, there's another Ryan Gosling movie that's, like, awesome, but, like, hard to watch because it's art house to hell. Um Blade Runner 2049. I love that movie. No, although that's that that, that's in the same vein, but that's actually easier to watch. I love uh, that Only movie. God Forgives. Oh, never heard of it. I'll look it up. Yeah. Oh, man. By that you... Reese Iphens guy, the filmmaker who did, I think, Valhalla Rising or something. Oh, like he's... That. Really? Okay, I'm writing yeah. it down. He's in the Hideo, Hideo Kojima game. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, Valhalla. He also, oh, okay, this same director that was uh, that, that wrote um, Drive also wrote Only God Forgives. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's the connective tissue there. Yeah. So, so it's like that style of movie where it's like it's going to be uncomfortable. There's going to be long shots, a little art housey. These are uh, always da- these are always Copenhagen people. These directors that make the weird shit. They're always from yeah. Denmark every time. But, but I, I really want to live there and it. just see what happens. What well, you get the free you got the free weed, or maybe it's just cheap weed. 
legal weed. You got the the red light district where it's not illegal to go find yourself a little lady company for the night there in Denmark. It's my understanding. Again, I haven't been. I don't know. And then uh, then you can f- also watch all these horrible movies that are the result of their rampant drug use and, and free prostitution. <laughs> well, also, I know you don't like the nice guys, Scott, but that movie is uh, is an awesome. Right? I need awesome to go back. It will make me laugh just thinking. About I'm going to go back. OK, I'm going to go back and watch that again and give it another shot. I think I may have just been in a shit mood when I saw it in theaters and it just didn't land on me right. If in all, I, yeah, yeah, I was surprised how much I liked it because I heard you not like it, and I watched it. Yeah, like him, that opening scene where he's deciding he's going to break in, but he's worried about cutting himself on the glass. Yeah, so he gets a little piece of tissue paper around his hand to try and punch through the glass, <laughs> and then he, he puts his hand through and just goes ah, and then you just see blood spurting out of his wrist, and he collapses. Makes me laugh every time. It's pretty it's good. A good. It's a good movie. All it's right. very funny. I'm gonna go back. I love Russell. I Crowe. highly recommend it. I like uh, also Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh, I need to still do another that. Another reminder. Shit. For you to watch that. Uh, well, all right. Before Jeff uh, Goldblum asks us if we're gonna have any video games on our video game tour, we're gonna go ahead and uh, give you our big topic of the week. <laughs> So this is interesting. Um, this I've noticed this week, and again, a little bit of it's baity, but I think it's worth talking about. Certainly, all over the uh, um, sort of the zeitgeist of gamers and people talking about it, and YouTubers and everybody having their moment of what's the deal with 2023's bad launch games and ports, in particular, how it affects PC players, because it's been a banner year in that regard. Um, here's just a short list of games that were going to cost you they were going to hit your wallet for 50 to 69 dollars uh quote unquote triple a titles all of which landed with major problems some fixed sooner than others but day one issues for spoken that had a lot of other problems but you know they had big tech issues on the first launch dead space the last of us part one resident evil had issues at launch uh for that is uh jedi redhead two or jedi survivor and redfall the latest uh, and again, that's a game with protocol gets uh, lumped into that too. Oh yeah. I forgot another about one that. that it's pretty recent. Like it was like November. of Oh yeah. Callisto protocol was a real bad one. Mm-hmm. Apparently that's in really great shape right now, but the, but the boat is gone. We have, everybody's left well, town. Nobody cares. Right. Before we break out the real hot takes, you know, I, I have something to say, you know, I think it's something we're all thinking, but I'm going to express it, which well, is go for it. What is the point of announcing a release date if it's not like an exciting day, right? <laughs> for for the product. Oh, I see like, what you mean. The, the the writing's on the wall. They have they launch in poor condition. I think even in this case, it was acknowledged by Phil Spencer in the case of Redfall. Oh yeah, no. But what is the point of launching anything? If you're not proud of what's coming out, if you can't, like they have to know, right? I guess that's the first thing. Do they not know? They always pretend like they don't. They always put up these um, big big black. You ever ever seen the big black JPEG with white writing? They and they put them on all the social medias, and they're like, like, "Holy shit! I can't believe what happened." Yeah, Yeah. we we hear it such and such studios disappointed as you are. Yeah, find out. And I don't believe them now. I used to kind of think, "Oh, that's good. Get out in front of it. Let us know whatever." But now they feel like that might have been written before it was time to launch. Like they actually had that cocked and ready to fire because they just knew stuff was busted 
or was going to be way underwhelming or whatever the thing is. Because when they post those now, I just go, are you trying to make me feel bad that you had a thing you knew was shit before you pushed go and you did it anyway because this is a shareholder thing or whatever you're i feel like five to ten years ago we could believe maybe this company is just making a port because their focus is on the console yeah but like nobody's buying that shit in 2023 should you know yeah like nobody's like oh yeah they're a console first company they don't have experts in pc it's like we know how much you're gonna make we know how impactful this thing is you know going to be we're all gonna we all have supercomputers there's a lot of enthusiast pc gamers throughout the world yeah it's gotta launch <laughs> properly <laughs> yeah you have to know you can't you can't make those excuses and just like the machines are more like one-to-one with pc specifications anyway so it gets a little ridiculous yeah there's a the the some of the excuses not excuses whatever some of the reasons they gave like in jedi redhead's case they said um, it, but one of the problems that they face is there's so much higher end hardware out there now. And my, my take on that is that's, that's weird. Like, I know you need to, you need to satisfy a, a, a range, right? So people don't want to upgrade all the time. They want to buy $3,000 video cards. So you're trying to make your game work on a range of computers. And that is different than consoles because consoles has one set of hardware, bam, you're done. So I understand there's difficulties there, but I think when something ships just utterly broken and you're here and you're seeing it on a, a low end, a mid range and people with high end stuff, I just, there's just, to me, there's no way you didn't know that you had all these, that you had these problems. You just did. How would you not yeah, know? Uh, also, you know, maybe if you didn't work for a giant company like EA, you can maybe get a little like excuse you know like i i have a very hard time forgiving you see so many devs put out games without the issues it's not like every single game that comes out has these issues right a lot it's prevalent but not every single game does and you work for and i i get that like saying because there there's gonna be people that go well okay but let's get into the technicalities of it I'm speaking from a consumer point of view. And at the end of the day, for a consumer, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have a good reason or not. If you no. put out something that's busted and not working, you've messed up. Doesn't matter if it was to appeal to shareholders. Doesn't matter if you knew about it, if you didn't know about it. Doesn't matter how much time you had to work on it or not. If you put out something broken to the consumers, you've, you've made a mistake somewhere along the chain. And it kind of doesn't matter where on the chain it was. Yeah. And you can't um, all at the be, end of the day, that's all that matters. Right. It's not our job as consumers to understand how game development works, and it shouldn't be. It yeah. shouldn't be people out there's responsibility downloading the game and going, well, this game doesn't work. But let me think about the corporate structure and why it might be okay that they didn't have enough time to figure out how a PC game is going to properly work. It's not their job. It's not their responsibility. It's mm. actually your job and your responsibility to get it to work. Yeah, and also, so look, I don't have a lot of forgiveness, even though I understand some of the technical limitations of it. At the end of the day, it stops when that game gets released. If it doesn't have a, you know, like under development, uh, you know, still in progress, this is a beta attached to it. Once you say that game is out, that is you saying this is putting our best foot forward. And if it doesn't work, it's unacceptable. It doesn't matter what your excuse really is. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. And some of them say that in those things, but I just, again, it just feels like they're padding it out because they still made a bad decision. And they, and in some cases did it on purpose, meaning they knew it wasn't done, but pushed it anyway. And now they're just going, Oh, we're with you. We feel your, we feel you. We know your pain and not everybody, by the way, no man's skies is a, is a outlier. Like you're not going to all get to do at no man's sky with these things. And the reason No Man's Sky can do it and kind of earn everybody's love and trust back is because they are a small uh, indie-focused company who can do that, and they're not they're beholden. in control of their destiny, right? At the you know same way Valve can kind of do that, right? So I don't I don't see a future where you know I'm trying to think of one of these that I would say is the worst. Let's say Last of Us Part One is is probably the biggest mess technically, or was I don't know how it's how it's now, uh, but. That's that's a case where I, I, we're not going to talk in seven years about the PC port of Last of Us Part One and go, oh, but look what they've done since then. Now it's got all these up, free updates. They're constantly doing new content. That's not what the, we're going to get out of that deal. So I don't have. I just don't think we should have sympathy for that. Like John's right about everything you said. This stuff is just this is bad anti-consumer behavior. Games, you're, you're in the same breath. You're saying this is the year games were seventy bucks plus and way more in Canada. Can't even do the math on that. And then this is the year we finally put some inflation in video games. But you also released like so many of them in such shit shape. Like we should be pissed. It sucks. It's bad. These are, and these are triple A games. That implies triple A studios. That implies the biggest and the best of the industry with the most backing and financial stability and all the testing and all the stuff it implies. And none of that is has been apparent in any of these examples I mentioned. And I, we'll talk yeah. about Redfall later. I'm just so tempted every second of this conversation to just lay into Redfall. Because, and and mm. they're, you know what? If developers want to get together and they want to confide in one another and go, Ugh, these people just don't understand game development, uh, I can see it in the chat. We've got a chatter, Sirenex, saying, I'm not saying this is the case for Redfall, but at some point developers need to sell a product and make money to keep the light on and pay employees. I'm sorry. It's not our job to understand your situation. It is our job to buy a product that is as touted, working, and good. Now, if you're going to say, hey, guys, we're putting out a busted-ass piece of junk because we got to put the lights and keep the lights on, at least you're honest. I'd rather you know, do go, that. Yeah. Go for it. But at the end of the day, it's about the consumers. That's who we are. That's who your customers are. And if you put out crap, it, nobody deserves death threats because I also know, you know, this side can certainly take it too far. Oh, for sure. But yeah. nobody should be threatened. Their lives should never be threatened for somebody just trying to do a job, good or bad. Yeah. But it's your job to put out a product that works. And yeah. I am sure that there's a million reasons why it happened. Some of it probably not even in the developers, you know, themselves. Probably business daddies like, hey, we, we got to make money. Get it out. Get mm -hmm. it out. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where in the chain the issue is it's that the games are coming out broken yeah i think if they if if adoption of early access was more prevalent and i'm not there's a lot of problems with early access i don't want to make it sound like it's a perfect thing but that's what that exists for 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 a lot of developers and let's be honest like we are now in an era where games are not what they were in the 90s and the 80s where they were pretty static small number of mechanics it, it worked and it worked even then they had bugs but you couldn't patch them um but they for the most part you ship it you're done that's all there was today they're big complex worlds full of all sorts of aspects and narratives and 
you know, gameplay things that are very complicated, weaved things, all that stuff. Um, I understand that there that some there's no there's no such thing as any game of any kind launching day one in perfect condition. I don't think that exists. Uh, sometimes though, all of the things that matter for it to function are in perfect condition. And that's all we're asking here. We're not, no one's complaining that, oh, those, um, that one uh, mob, uh, that one monster in, uh, I don't know, dead or some game. I can't think of a game. Let's say just Resident Evil. One of the monsters in there, boy, he's, he's OP. We're going to have to cut back on his hit points or something. Let's do that in a patch. We're not talking about that stuff. That may be quote unquote broken. We're not talking about that. We're talking about this thing makes my hard drive crash. This thing doesn't look right. Uh, this promised visuals that it doesn't include. This crashes yeah, every I mean, time I try the, to launch. The biggest one is just unplayable. Because like, a game can launch perf- very performant, but you could still hate it, right? Right. You know, and there's no end to the discourse about what makes a good game and what, did, you know, aesthetics or otherwise. I think the, the commonality, especially with the PC ports, is that they're below frame. Like 30 is not. I think ask anyone who spent thousands of dollars on a PC, 30 is not there. No one's happy getting a 30 FPS product. No. Full stop on oh. PC. Yeah. Even 60 is kind of bare minimum. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like it to perform a little higher if I can. Although if it's a really demanding graphical game, you know, if there's reasons for it, fine. 60 is bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And then um, these games are experiencing lag in places that, like it's not like a persistent. There's the persistent performance issues, and there's just like Jedi Survivor, which I've played as a good example. That game was great in small caverns, and it, but in wide open areas. Well, this thing launched with adaptive LOD. I think it's not listed anywhere. I don't know for sure, but it makes it turns everything into a puke bucket. You know, mm. like a pixely shit because it's trying to maintain the frame rate. Yeah. So it's you know lowering texture quality it's removing polygons i guess I, who knows what it's doing it looks like shit well you're talking about the dlls stuff or whatever no well no i well i guess it's um the amd one that has like fidelity effects or oh, something fidelity effects. so i have to pick between balanced quality i'm like just turn it off yeah like why there, there isn't even a, a option to turn it off and most games i always turn off adaptive lod I'll set my own level of detail. Thank you. Like, I, I don't like that functionality on any game. Yeah. Um, I wish they would, I wish game makers would stop doing it. And Jedi survivor has it forced on, which it's forced on in a lot of Xbox games. You know, you always can pick quality or performance. Right. In my experience on Xbox. Yeah. Because that's, those hardware specifications are locked. So you're basically asking the user, do you want the game to look shittier, but run at 60 or do you want it to look better and run at 30? Yeah. Which seems crazy to me. It's not like they have bad graphics cards in these boxes. No, know? they're fine. It's, it's part of it is just, I don't know. They want to, they want to look like the best thing ever. And to do that, they, they want to ding you on frame rate. I don't like it either. I don't like the trend of it in general. It just feels like we should be past all that. But even if it's a issue of, at least in those cases, like, well, okay, it runs at 60 or it runs at 30 and I'm pretty happy either way. Yeah. whatever i choose i would rather have and that's and you're and you and you accept that that's a limitation somewhere in the chain it's is it the hardware is i don't know but there's your limitation on the pc or with these games that i've mentioned it's all over the place like i had a 
like a boss type vampire I had to fight in Redfall. It's about the time I quit playing. <laughs> um, <laughs> that looked really menacing. I really like how those vampires look. We've talked about it before. They got those weird long arms and they're kind of like. You, you know, play on PC or Xbox? Sorry. PC. I have a PC code. Yeah. And uh, the. Uh, got into the fight with the thing, and then at one point he was like doing his, and then he froze, just went, <laughs> and then I could run around him and like shoot at him and hack at him and and just slowly kill him. He never fought back. It's that kind of stuff, and I was not the only one. There's like like hundreds of videos showing this thing happen with these with these vampires, and it just feels, it feels like not just a, it doesn't even feel beta. It feels alpha to me. This game is the most alpha ass game I have played. Well, in a long let's time. save the Redfall talk. That's, oh. uh, we're gonna get into it for sure. But I know you know what the I, only other thing the I'll overarching say. thread is how can the industry because it's not just one company. We're not just gonna lay at the feet of one company. Several companies can look at products like this and ask us for money for unfinished business. Yeah. Like how, like there should be recourse for this. Like, I think there's a lot of good, I think if you label something as Kickstarter or early access, or this is in beta, you're paying for access. Now, even star citizen gets away with it. That's on you, the consumer. And yeah. you've been warned up front that you may not even like this game. Once it's finished, the Kickstarter is done or the early access is done, but you like what you see now and you're supporting it now. Yeah. Uh, the AAA market, it's classic. It's more of a classic product. We made a thing. Like you said, Scott, we're not expecting perfection right out the gate. But yeah. damn, the thing should be quality tested. And you know, because we've seen companies who get things right. We don't give them enough credit. Like as, as bad as Blizzard servers can be, for example, on launch. And there's definitely bugs. Those games usually launch in pretty good states. Yeah. You know? And yeah, yeah, people have tried beta and all that kind of stuff, but it's possible to like quality wise, things are launched well and things are um, supported thereafter. And I think this is where we get labeled a lot as angry nerds when we get mad about, you know, Blizzard making a mobile game, for example. That's just one example. It's because we know that for PC to have superior quality products, it takes some devotion. And when you start working on other lines of business, you're splitting that devotion. Like the evidence shows that as we try to satisfy more uh, lines of business, like Xbox, PlayStation, mobile, you know, our quality quality can suffer. I mean, it just, the evidence just seems to bear out a multidisciplined game studio is going to favor certain the quality you know the console are going to favor the quality of the console releases versus the pc one in the case of cd project red it was some of the console releases that actually yeah. were shit and they should in my opinion they should have never released them for ps4 or uh, the xbox one you know like that was a boneheaded greedy move on their part mm-hmm. to be honest i agree that was um, real bad you know so but the companies seem to uh, you know definitely have a foot they favor when it comes to their disciplines it almost makes square enix look like the smart ones in the room on this because they do the year-long exclusives if they just wouldn't call it exclusives but a year to make sure it works well on pc because i think their releases i think they've even had some gaffes but on the whole their releases tend to be you don't tend to hear that much complaining about them the big one was forespoken forespoken had all tons of issues that was a simultaneous launch right? yeah but that right. was a simultaneous yeah, good point. usually it's like you know like if they put when final fantasy um seven remaster came out yeah it ran great yeah right out did. of the gate yeah. it was a 
So, at least as far as I remember. Also, the the, I mean, PS, the PS4 the game, the, the, the seven thing, the seven, whatever it's called, retrograde, or what the hell is it called? Whatever it is. Integrate. <laughs> Integrate. That game ran real well on PlayStation 4, and then there's a huge gap of time where they made the PC version, and then that ran really well. So you may be yeah, honest. Yeah, I own them on both. I own a PS4. Thanks, Tanner. Um, and I own it on PC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a running list of people I have to thank for the generous things they send me. <laughs> when you <laughs> get, it's like, we'll up. have to do an Oscar moment where you have to get up and thank everybody who got you here. Yes. You know? If I ever win a game award, if Jeff ever's like, you know, best gaming personality of the year is Bo Schwartz. No, it'll yes. be uh, get best indie title of the year goes to Super Lake Run and Bo Schwartz. No, yeah, or well, maybe it's for Super Lake Run, yeah, yeah or it yeah. just should be core. Like, they, why don't they have a podcast category? It's because it doesn't make any money. Is, there's five hundred thousand <laughs> podcasts. That's the problem. There's no. They they have to pin it on like, I don't know, a guy who fortnights a lot. <laughs> they just don't have. They don't have stuff for us. It's un, it's unfortunate. Whatever. It's okay. I like our little space. We don't need that. I know. We wouldn't even get mentioned. It would probably be like, uh, you know, the New York Times podcast or something like, you know. Yeah. You go prestige. Normie. Yeah. <laughs> Normie podcast. Yeah. I think uh, well, you, you both made really good points. I think at the, uh, the end of the day, this needs to improve. Some people, uh, I don't know if I've heard this argument, but I'll bet some people are thinking, and I'm kind of wondering, I don't know how you how you track down data for this, but... These are all games, for the most part, that are the result of pandemic dev time. And I'm not saying it's an excuse. I'm saying, is this an argument for or against remote collaborative work? Is it? Uh, I like, don't know if you can make that. Claim. I, may, and I don't know if I can either. That's my point. I need data. I, for I this. mean, the the uh, the WoW expansion that's been very well received didn't have a lot of technical issues that was a result for work from home you know like yeah, yeah. i i don't think i think more interestingly to me i would be curious if these companies which of these companies um has the best qa departments because usually mm. um and here's here's the thing that's happening uh here's how the pandemic i think did impact this i don't think this is tinfoil hat but i'm sure there will be people that accuse me of it uh, the pandemic saw huge growth for video games, right? Like explosive growth in all video game fields. Everybody's making way more money. Pandemic ends. Now every company has to show growth year over year, right? Except how do you reach those kinds of numbers when the pandemic isn't happening? You can't. So now it's time to make cuts. And that's what we've been seeing. We've been seeing a lot of companies shutter studios we've seen a lot of people uh lay off employees cancel projects all of that um and unfortunately one of the first groups to go when you're firing people is qa and i would be curious to see how many of these companies let go of a significant chunk of their qa departments interesting you know what i thought of that entirely possible right there's a lot of merit to John's statement. It's true, but there's also one aspect of QA that you're forgetting that I'd like to share. Share it with us. You know, who's the Rogaine guy? The Rogaine guy. I, I don't remember I'm not his name. Just a, I'm not just a. I'm not just a business owner. I'm a client. That line. Oh, um, I don't remember his name, but I remember the guy. I remember. That, I mean, that, I don't remember the guy's name, but uh, that guy always stuck. Hair club for men. Hair club guy. for men. It's not Rogaine. Yeah. It's hair club for men. Hmm. Um, 
that, that it always sticks with you because it's like that's the ultimate sales line, which is like, you know, oh yeah, I play the game too, right? Like Mike Ybarra posting World of Warcraft screenshots, yeah. Phil Spencer denying staying up too late playing video games, <laughs> saying he's normal. We all relate to lying in the professional yeah. workspace about our gaming. Um, you know, I, but you have to if you're putting product out some onus is on the actual figurehead, whoever's the leader, whoever you vote, if it's a CEO, cause you voted them or if it's like Sean Murray and, or Gabe and they own the company at some point, you're going to play it and go like, whoa, 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 whoa. We can't release this. This makes us look terrible. I yeah. don't care what the shareholders say, or I don't like, this is, this is shit. Yeah. We are, we are in shitville right now. It, like there has to be that. And so, like, those people are asleep at the wheel. Because I saw Phil. I don't know if everyone's seen this yet. There was a tweet. He was on an Xbox show saying, like, yeah, I feel terrible. Yeah. I'm like, did you not anticipate that three months ago? And you're like, we're dropping this sick Redfall trailer. But boy, oh, boy, they're going to be freaking mad in three months. I, I'm going to be doing this in three months. Like, he'd have to have been preparing this. Like, this well, I assume so. Like but strategy. it's possible he didn't. See, here's the, here's the weird thing about that. I worry that the corporate types are just being told what they're being told. Like Arcane's reporting in and saying, yeah, the build's looking good. We're feeling good. Uh, we've delayed twice, but now we're on track. And and Phil's like, well, I don't have time to play Redfall, so I'm just going to take your word for it. Like, I don't know how much he's actually playing. Well, he, he, he can't, like... He, oh my you know, God. When they put out an announcement it's saying, crazy. hey, we're not going to have 60 frames per second for a first-person shooter on console at launch, you have to know that something's going on. Yeah. There's no way Phil didn't know that happened. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. That was a thing. Like, and while yeah. that's not like, oh, and by the way, there's all these other problems, but like, you know, that's something he has to be aware of, right? Yeah. You, at least you would think, and and a decision was made, and, you know, people aren't wrong when they say shareholders, shareholders, shareholders. This, yeah. this is why I'm but not like, such a huge fan of the Blizzard and that Microsoft merger. <laughs> it's mm, tough. I'm like, mm. Xbox is great. They're having a moment, but you know what? Uh, Phil's. Phil's staying up too late playing video games and not testing the ones he's released. Uh-oh. Does that mean we're, does that mean we're going to lose his little, your little transparent gif of him on your on your screen here? He's going to go away? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. It might be time to retire, Phil. I mean, I don't know. Look, it's a big company. I don't know if it's his fault. Maybe he knows it's shit, and whoever else is at Microsoft is telling him, you got to launch something, so pick your poison. Like, Yeah. He's the figurehead. He's who we're going to post complaints to on the Xbox side of things, just like the other companies. But yeah. the point remains, like, this is like, it's like a reputational business. That's what I always, Blizzard always seemed to have a great deal of care and respect for its reputation. Yeah. And, and that's you been tarnished. You also can't name it. I hope they work towards fixing it. You can't name a Nintendo game that has shipped broken either right it's the same no. ethos we talked about this last yeah, week. yeah i mean there's been there's been hiccups here and there but i can't think of one that came out where it was like oh well, that plays but they're also not putting their stuff on pc and this is to the defense as much as i hate the like you guys have no idea how hard it is to port to pc yeah it's true we don't again i don't care um but <laughs> Like Nintendo's making stuff for Nintendo. Like yeah. you can't get more walled garden than than Nintendo. They're making it for their dedicated damn console that is only one that exists. It's not there's not fourteen different versions of it or or hundreds if you're talking PCs, hundreds of different combinations. You're right. It's a single focus pivot point console development cycle. Yeah. And they benefit and, from that for sure. 
no doubt. And I think to be clear too, not that I not that I necessarily think people are going to misunderstand. Like I'm not trying to suggest that quality assurance will catch everything, but when you put out a game and it like all of a sudden like 70% of your player base is having technical issues with it. It should have been caught. Like we're not talking about something that a few people are being whining about. Like the majority of people are having issues. If you reach a point where you have to put out a public statement, that's at a point where it should have been caught. I think all of us are forgiving of games and their occasional hiccups and problems. Like, you know, say what you want about how buggy, like a lot of Bethesda's games are. The big thing is though, they work, Mm. (laughs) you know, like it's that it's where it's where it goes from like, man, Bethesda jank. We got to wait for some people to fix this. Um, some mods to download like that's bad in its own way, but at least it's playable bad. Yeah. It's the stuff that breaks it, that you can't just go out and get it. Yep. I agree. Um, Well, they want that that frame rate. They want the quality graphics. That's right. You know, if it's unplayable and their CPUs are burning up, you know, Jedi survivor was just, it was, it was pretty shameful. I gotta say. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that game so far. I'm not as far as you, but I am annoyed when I game is good. Yeah. The game is great. I'll talk about it later. I played it a ton. I have lots of great things to say about it, but it, I was like, it, there was points where it just looked like barf, and I'm like, man, my computer's not that bad. Yeah, like, that was frustrating because I because same like both of us have really good rigs to run this stuff, and and it should look at least on par with a 60 frame per second, you know, smooth running PS5 version of the game or a Series X version of the game. I mean, I can run like Cyberpunk 2077 at pretty high, and like one below Psycho or something. Yeah. Yeah. Even higher than recommended, it still comes out at positive 60. You know, I'm still in the hundreds on frames. So I'm like, what's Jedi Survivor doing? Yeah. <laughs> like that cyberpunk isn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. I would, I would really like to, and, and, and when they, I would like somebody to come out and just to honestly talk about the development cycle and why suddenly all of these are like this. It's impossible for me to remove the pandemic from my head until someone at least addresses it and says, well, how come all these different developers, different different publishers, they're all having this this exact problem all at once? Why? It's, something's up, and I don't know what it is. I don't think it's as simple as, well, they all just fell asleep. And two of them maybe, but this is like too much. It's too much coincidence. And it's I'm not poor. It's ports. Their their priorities hitting targets for the consoles, and even then, I think the consoles there's complaints on some of the releases too. I'll wear I'll wear the hat now, John. I'll put on my hat here. There you go. Um, okay. Well, let's move on. Uh, that was a lot of fun that we talked about there. <laughs> How are you feeling? Yeah. Happy everybody. Feeling games stoked. are broken. Yeah. Games are busted. Oh. At least one of those or two or three of those are actually good games underneath all the brokenness. We'll get to what Redfall is. I mean, later. that's the unfortunate part, right? Is when it is a good game underneath it. Cause yeah. like, yes, we talked a lot about Redfall, but like it working is not going to save that game. <laughs> yeah. Like it running well isn't doesn't solve Redfall's issues. Jedi Survivor, yeah, sounds like that will fix its issues, fix its problems. Yeah. Um so I don't know, man, but I I especially as a PC, you know, first kind of gamer, they need to figure it out. Yep. Get your poop in order. You guys, all right, let's do this. We got a uh, patron message to read. This is a question that we got. And it's from somebody named Hode. 
Boy, that's just a <laughs> hold, that's hold a, the phone. Yeah, hold the phone. That's a great name. It's one hold the door. Hold door. It, it's hold a door. one C away from Chode. I worry about that a little bit. Anyway, it says, oh, what uh, game do you still want to finish that you never did? Boy, that's a loaded that's question. So, well, Witcher so three. Many of these. Yeah, there's a lot. Witcher three clearly for me. Finished. Oh, Witcher three is a good one, Bo. That's a great answer. I downloaded it this week and then I uninstalled it. I was like, I'm gonna get back to this because War Tales sounds like Witcher, and then I'm like, I don't have time for this right now. And I'm like, God damn, when am I gonna play this? <laughs> it's been like five years. I'm like, I need to play it. Finish yeah, it. for me, I think it's Odyssey. Uh, recent ones because I got a whole list, but. Odyssey, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is a game I wish I would have finished. Um, and those are hard to finish. And I, what's weird is I had this whole mode of like, I'm going to beat Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla. I did Origins, beat it. And then I went, all right, let's go Odyssey. And then I got distracted. And there's no way I'm ever going to go back to Valhalla and beat it. So I really do want to just go back, get Cassandra, dust off Cassandra. And Valhalla was really cool, though. Valhalla's I feel bad cool. about Valhalla, too. I Sometimes I'm like, man, I should just make time and play that. The game's great. All of them are good. I, man, there's just... Uh, part of the problem is there's so many games, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, for whatever reason, that one sticks out of my head. John, do you have one that's like, oh, I gotta go back, finish that shit? Yeah, I've got at least two I can think of. Um, Disco Elysium is a big one. Um, mm. I really want to get through Disco Elysium and I just, it's one of those games I get really into it for a couple days and then I take a couple days off and then I, I just, I have a hard time getting back into it is the, it's issue. hard to make yourself that game. That was hard to, I had to make myself play. Yeah. And then after 30 minutes, I was like, I'm glad I did this. It's like exercise. <laughs> like I don't want to do it. And then after you exercise, you're like, man, this is a great idea. I feel yeah. so good right now. Yeah. It's not fun in the traditional ways and it's not engaging in the traditional ways. Like it really is like a book in video game form and you feel like you have to set a very specific kind of time aside for it. So yeah. I just haven't ever gotten to it. Um, and near automata is another one that I oh, yeah. have always wanted to get through. And every time I'm like, this is going to be it. This is going to be the time I get through it. And I feel like I get to the same spot every single time. And then something else comes out and something else happens. And, uh, and that's it. Same. That's, that's another one for me. I like that game a lot. And I just get to this one place. I've done, I've started it twice. I think I would probably feel okay about continuing at this point and not starting over, but I just, I don't know. I just never get back to that one. That game would, that's a really good answer too. There's gotta, a ton gotta, of stuff. We Forbidden West. In the chat room. Oh. Forbidden West is a good one. Sunstroke. Sorry, Bo. Go ahead. No, I just want to talk to Michael in the chat room because he's like, great job selling Disco Elysium. It's like exercise. I play because I want to avoid exercise. Oh, I see. <laughs> That's one of those things, you know, exercise, it feels good after. That's It's one of those interesting things where like your attitude about games is like, I want it to be something fun. But what happens when a game is like something different? You yeah. Know? That's what's interesting about it. Hmm. I think it's pretty unique that way. I did start Disco Control is another one. Yeah. I want to beat Control. It's like a super cool game, very interesting world. And it's another one that always gets interrupted, co-opted in the middle. Yeah. Scott, you got any? I don't think Scott said any. Well, I've agreed with agreed. With, you've agreed with a lot. Well, like, no, I yeah. said I said Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I would, I'd would like to be. Oh, that. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but other than that, like maybe if, some, if I go back, like let me think of something older. I never finished or I never beat. 
Oh, I know what I didn't beat. So I've beat um, Metroid. We'll go back to the 16-bit era. I beat all the Metroids except for Super Metroid, the one that oh. should be should be the one I hang my hat on, right? That's the one everyone yeah. should have beaten, beaten. And if you didn't play Fusion, fine. If you didn't play the others, fine. But I've beat Fusion and all the other handheld ones, all the other... Wait, what about the new one, the Switch one? I don't have it. Still don't have it. Oh. Yeah. A part so of, all the ones you have. All the ones I've owned, okay. yes. Gotcha. But but Super Metroid sometimes attempts me because I pay for the stupid Nintendo online thing every week or every month. It's only four bucks, but I go in there and I see it in the in the thing, and I go, oh, I should fire that up and play it again. And I just don't. I don't know what my deal is. I should do that. I should finish XCOM too. I played that so many hours, but still didn't finish it just because I was running missions. Well, I guess I didn't finish that either. I, oh, mm. and the only Fallout I ever finished finished was Vegas, New Vegas. I never finished. But you, you don't have a desire. It's like, which ones do you have a desire, I think, is the question, too. Like, some of them I'm like, yeah, I didn't finish it, and that's fine. I'm done with yeah. it. Yeah. But um, XCOM 2, I've thought a lot about. Witcher 3, I've thought about finishing, because it seems worth it to finish. Yeah. And um, I had another one. I think you both might be in the same boat, but it just escaped me now. How about a game I wish I hadn't finished that I could still go play and, and get more out of it? That's a good question because that answer that's is That's a nice question. Yeah. That's the 2015 That's 2015's Mad Max. That game rocks. <laughs> Let's just get a little more. But I 100% Oh, I know another thing. game I want to finish real badly. Yeah, what do you I want to I really want to finish Final Fantasy 10 so I can <laughs> stop feeling like I'm on the hook for Final Fantasy 10 and I can move on to a different Final Fantasy final. Uh, right. kind of you kind of got hung up, eh, cuz you were going through all the Final Fantasy yeah. and that momentum stop, really died. Stopped on 10. Oh yeah. my god, it was a momentum killer. Like I'm not saying it's a bad Final Fantasy. Boy, do people love 10 and I they will get the pitchforks out. It's there. kind of a shit. It is Final an Fantasy. absolute momentum killer for me. Like it it was I think it was pulse. amazing. I think it was amazing at the time that probably doesn't hold up as well as the other ones, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of recent things, though, probably the biggest is um, what's the who's the who's the ninja guy on, or the the samurai guy on uh, PlayStation? <laughs> A samurai guy on PlayStation. <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima. Oh yeah, the game you were. I don't even know the name of the You guy. were gonna finish. I was gonna Your finish. Declaration it. in early 2022. I'm gonna finish this game this year. Oh well, well, yeah, what happened with that? Well, the good news is, Bo, it is now my PlayStation Five is parked right over here, and I'm I just need an extra HDMI cable to pull it into my capture stuff because uh, I I find that I'm more motivated to finish a game when I stream them because Hell I don't yeah. know why. Don't know why. I just do. Um, and so I'm going to do that with that thing. It's all right here now. I don't have to go take time to find, you know, put my butt on the couch. I can just stream it. So I think I'm going to do that because I'm not that far. I, I think I'm close. It's not 100% or anything, but I'm close to story oh, I like, completion. I like feeling that way about games too. Like it, I, sometimes I feel bad. Like somehow it's, there's an impurity to it. Like I like this game, but I'm streaming it. So I'm motivated by vanity and finances so do I really like this game? Like, if I really like this game, I would play right. it without streaming it. But in the past while, I'm like, just do what's fun. It's yeah. fun to have an audience. It it's is. fun to share experiences. Even and if so it's just a handful I, of it's people. perfectly valid. Yeah, even if it's just a handful of people with, you know, little quips here and there. It's, yeah. it's nice. It could be two people or five people. I'm like, you know, so, some games I'm like, oh, I need to play this alone. I basically have, I'm in a vegetative state. I got 
you know, sleep in my eyes and I just feel like crap. I'm playing alone. But some games I'm like, no, no, this deserves to be shared. You know? I agree. So I agree. Yeah. So watch for that coming it's up. A, I think I will I'm fire I'm still trying to think game. of just one more. I really want, oh, crap. I had one more and it was a good one. Actually, I would have said in a different, uh, like a year ago, if you had said, hey, Scott, what's one you wish you would have finished? I might have said Resident Evil 4 because I never beat the original, but I'm going to I'm gonna finish this one because John good. and I are playing it. Yeah, and we're, and we're more than halfway there. So uh, watch Tuesdays. As John, did you tell him that you have to finish it five more times before it's fully complete? <laughs> yeah, no, the, the good news is not with this one, but uh, you know, yeah, no, maybe he should finish Resident Evil 2 because he is at 50% on that one. No, I think 2, I beat 2. My memory of 2 is I beat it. That's what I remember. Yeah. <laughs> The first thing that goes, though, Scott. Is your memory? Yeah. That's what I've heard. That's <laughs> so. what I've heard. This is a sign of something, anyway. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for that question, Hode. Uh, also, your name is rad, and uh, you should never change it. Let's uh, get to what we played. Boy, howdy. Let's talk about Redfall. It's a little joint uh, play that we did, at least John and I did. And um, I even got a code from the developer uh, out of nowhere. I didn't know it was coming. It just showed up. I was going to play it on Game Pass, but I was like, oh, I'll play it on Steam. Why not? Uh, So I fired it up there. John played it on Game Pass. This is normally the part of the show where I make the joke. It's one of my favorite recurring jokes on the show. Hey, do they know that there are two other people on this show? (laughs) But in this case, uh, in this particular case, you know uh, what? It's fine that they didn't send any other codes to anybody else. Yeah. Maybe the, they did. A maybe we saved you. Maybe we maybe we did you a service. Uh, uh, here's my here's my opener on Redfall. I enjoyed Anthem more than Redfall. <laughs> That's that should tell you how I feel about Redfall, and it's I mean, so I'm sad to say it. Also, I love Arcane Studios. Every game they've ever made oozed quality to me. Including yeah. their most recent, you love them Death so Loop. much. You remember the names of all their games. Really yeah, reliable. well, yeah. De- Death Loop. I always remember that. I always remember um, uh, uh, Prey, but I always forget. Un. Hold on, don't say it. Under. You are already just on the wrong letter of the alphabet. Oh, over. Uh, nope. Uh, under appreciated. Nope. What is it? Shit. Dishonored. Dishonored. Gosh dang it. Why is that name? <laughs> we told you earlier today, too. It's hilarious. I have a blind spot for that name. I don't know why. I just forget it immediately. But anyway, Dishonored 1 and 2 are amazing games. 2 in particular. It's so good. They have always just like, the quality just kind of oozes out of that company. They're they're renowned for a reason. I don't know what freaking happened here. It is a It is bad by indie, single developer, stole assets and made a game levels of bad it's bad it is a bad video game systematically across the spectrum of what makes a video game it's bad at those things including technical issues at launch i thought i was gonna go hard on this is it good at the shooting part like because when you see little images of it it's like (laughs) no okay no it should game the shooter part is abysmal like you know how when we talk about destiny we're like, mm-hmm. well, you know, maybe you like Destiny, maybe you don't. Maybe you like spending $60 every time you want to boot a game back up. Maybe you don't. But at least the shooting's good. Yeah, the shooting's, shooting's solid. solid. Yeah. No, this is the opposite of that. It's all this, and the shooting feels like crap. And the the chat made me realize I should have done this pre-show, but uh, so I have it ready. But I, sh- I should have a list of things I would rather do in video games than play Redfall. Tower defense. Great answer. And I hate tower defense. Uh, I would rather play 
Um, oh gosh. Well, maybe just not games. Like, oh, let me get to a book I've been meaning to get to. You and know, a, like yeah, and a kind of a bad book. Yeah. A book with typos in it would be better than the time. You'd read Trump's biography. Yes, I would. Oh, that's a hard one though. <laughs> no, you <laughs> went real low to the bottom. Yeah, Oops. they're kind of on the same level, maybe. Which you'd, I was you'd also read, you'd read you'd read the art of the deal rather than play Redfall. I mean, not that bad. Though. It's not pretty bad. bad. The problem with it is, like, if the shooting was good, I'd be more forgiving because basically it would just be a game loop that's missing everything else and it might be passable it feels real janky it feels real choppy it does not ooze the quality i referred to earlier uh the npcs are worthless everything about the 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 hub hub stuff is bad like i kind of i feel like i don't i feel like i've not i went into this john can confirm when we when we first uh, talked about it last week i said well i played like five minutes of it or something and it seemed okay to me i says I says. I says. So I says to Mabel. So I says. So I says to her. I played about five minutes of Redfall, and it seems okay so far. Yeah, I says, and then and then John says, "Oh, I don't know. I got a bad feeling, but I'm going to play it." And you did. And to John's credit, I think he was he had all the right instincts, but you decided to to download it. So you've heard. Honestly, I don't have much more to say about it because it's that bad. It's just a piece of garbage. It's bad. It's a very bad game. It really Yo, is, Bo. It's Scott re- calling something a piece of garbage. All right, I'll tell you what it is. Here, let me give you say no, a good no, thing. You, no, you said it. It's great. It's just that is... You're pretty generous on you a scale You tend of, to find the rainbow tr- in every You find the good Scott. in a You're good not wrong. way. You're not I'm wrong. not saying like you sugarcoat everything. You find the merit in things that don't, you know, that... On a surface glance, me and John would you know dismiss out of hand. Yeah, I think and there's be right value. a lot of the time. Yeah, and I think there's value in certain um, aspects of bad games. But in this particular case, the only good thing I'll say about it is I do think there's a cool idea here. I think this take on vampires is a cool idea, and they fail miserably at executing on that idea from a studio that should have nailed it because they're good at this shit. They just. I don't know what happened. I want to know what happened. Does it feel sloppy? Is everything about it sloppy from game mechanics? Sloppy? It feels like a concept you'd show in a boardroom to get everyone on board with signing off on making the game. So the way I described it, and I'm going to stand by this, and this is my experience with the game, um, (laughs) is that back in the day when you would buy like a PC gamer or something like that, they would come with a CD. And on that CD would be demos and things to try. And one of the cool things that existed then was that, you know, people would put like Half-Life mods on there. Like if it was a real cool, popular Half-Life mod, they'd get permission to put the mod on the disc. And you'd get the disc out and you'd install it. And all of a sudden you'd have this, you know, cool Half-Life mod that you could play. This feels like. I'm playing a Half-Life mod off the free PC gamer yeah. CD when I play this. Yeah, somebody like, on keep somebody in on... mind this is a seventy dollar AAA video game, <laughs> yeah. and when I loaded it up, I was greeted to uh, the most tepid of still image cutscenes to explain the world. Like it, it's not even like Hearthstone still image animations have more motion than this cutscene. What about, yeah. uh, what did you compare it to Everspace 2? Cause that's very, Oh, I, Everspace 2 was more compelling than what was in here. Yeah. This Whoa. Was not, oh, it by was far. not even interesting by far. Everspace 2 was like serviceable. You're like, I forgive you because your game is no, so you're absolutely and not right. Only that, yeah. like, absolutely right. There's barely any animation. It's just like, 
fuzzy transition from one image to another. There's no like built-in animation to it. And then later in the game, they do it again, but they don't even do the art with it. They just take the character models and like 3D Studio Max pose them and do transitions of character models standing there. They don't animate a single cutscene in this game. Yeah. It's which, just still images and a fade transition between them. Which again, I could forgive if two factors were at play. If this was $39 and the shooting was good. Like, like, give me one of if there's a category, if there's a list of things your game is going to deliver me, give me like two that work and you might get a pass from me. But all of it's just really bad. Like, I feel like Super Lake Run looks like has more potential. I mean that. And I'm not saying that just because it's you doing it. I really feel that way. That's how low. I'm like, well, I don't want to say that because I really. (laughs) That's how low my bar is. Your piece of shit game is even better than this guy. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. But yeah. Shaky ass. You know what I'd rather do? I'd rather, I'd rather play. I'd rather play and spend a hundred dollars of my hard earned money playing a Diablo Immortal than playing this game. I would rather. Well, you'd be spending more, but okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I'd Um, rather play the jankiest mobile game you can think of. Stuff I normally don't like at all i would rather do that i would rather play i would rather sit and watch the most insipid relationship-based anime with bad voiceover than than play this game like all the things i hate this is worse than those things it's really bad you guys and like so i already see chat saying it so let me let me explain I, I thought you guys really liked Everspace 2 we do oh we, we love it like we love it. it is okay it. to do still image cutscenes. But one, Everspace 2 isn't a $70 AAA game. No. That's being put out by like It was still on the pricey side, Microsoft. though. It is. Canadian, but it you know what? Like, well, it's 39 you know. But you know what? At a certain point, you can overlook certain things if the gameplay around it is good. Yeah. But to me, you know, you think about good first person shooters, good video games in general, and there's a lot of ways you can go with an opening. Like, you can go big and bombastic and like explosive right like hit the ground running with a crazy action scene over the top and just go with it you could also go like the half-life route and you can do like world building and like you know there's nothing exciting about riding the tram into black mesa but it it builds that world so good that like by the time you by the time shit hits the fan you're like oh i'm so invested in this world like it's really a slow burn but it's rewarding or you have a game like Goldeneye where it's like it's not big and bombastic, it's not world building, it's just solid gameplay and you're just in it and you're just going and yep. like look how good it all comes together. Right. It's also This game it, yeah. doesn't do any of that. Right. This game gives you an opening mission that is essentially like if you were doing rep grinds in a first person shooter <laughs> 15 hours into a game, this is what I would expect to be doing for their opening mission you basically leave a boat look at some shitty water shoot a couple guys in the head and go up a hill and then clear a firehouse and the game doesn't run that great which we have talked about and i looking at it i'm like why doesn't this game run great this game looks worse than Fortnite. like it doesn't look like it's doing anything impressive and it is shocking how like middling the whole thing is the shooting isn't good. The environment doesn't look as interesting as it could. Uh, the art design on the vampires is good, but then you see them up close and you're like, this looks like a mod. This looks like a mod to some other game. 
And I'm sure there's an interesting story buried in there. I, I'm sure they think there is because within the first 20 minutes of gameplay, there were seven documents for me to read to find out about world building yeah, where you can just click and read a little novel about the world. Like there's literally in the first place you pop up three of them. Yeah. It's like the, no voice acting to it. Just please sit and read and get our world building out of the way. Yeah. And it's post-it notes. There's always awful. post-it notes I'm supposed to read. And, yeah. So it's just feeling a bit like, cause we didn't talk about it in the main topic, but I've always been skeptical about the game Pass's promise to deliver quality content. Yeah. Um, because it's not movies like the pace at which movies and TV shows are released it's easier to make those than a video game. Yeah. Very different so process. Seems, and a video game kind of has to have some magic to it where a TV show can kind of be shit and you'll watch it anyways. Mm. So, you know, do you think this has the smell of shovelware because they made an agreement to have this out at a particular time with Microsoft? You maybe, know what I mean? Maybe. Like, I mean, that's the problem is we don't really know, but maybe like, like, it's like if it was just a release they could just release it but it's like but this is our big ticket item for mark or what month are we may may game pass we promised this at the game awards okay that's a really good point like to because that's their pipe now and phil spencer even said that in that interview you referred to earlier today he's like that's where we're this is where we are this is where we're focused because of that yeah that's that's pressure that's maybe new especially for somebody like arcane they they had they had time or they had deadline pressure for uh death loop for its original playstation 5 exclusivity and they hit that date and they hit it and they did well it went really well um i don't remember how the pc version of that game fared in the early days there may have been some issues it seemed fine i don't i don't remember there being issues yeah i can't remember but they seemed to be fine with that and it was a tight tight deadline and all of that um, now that it's owned by Microsoft that immediately went on game pass and is doing just fine over there. looks great. That game plays great. I mean, if you want to go see a stark contrast, fire up game pass, install those two games, run them both at the same time, even, and just kind of alt tab between them and look at the difference. It's stark or even pray because there are people that are saying like, you know, they're different arcane studios. Um, and this is arcane Austin, yeah. but which is different than, that's some true. Of the others, yeah. But like, load up Prey, which was them, and check out how Prey opens. Prey has an amazing opening. It's yeah. interesting. It's intriguing. It's big. It's bombastic. It's over the top. It's a proper triple A title. Yeah, like, this legit is just now. I would argue, you know, I don't think Prey is the best playing video game ever. Like, I, I don't think the shooting and all of that feels very good in that, but you forgive it because the other elements are really solid. And this is just the case of a game where all the elements are bad. Yeah. Like not aggressively bad. I've played worse games than Redfall, but you do have to acknowledge like that Redfall is a $70 triple a game. And you have to acknowledge how badly it plays within that context. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's real weird. By the way, I found a video where the the vampire uh, boss lady is acting the way mine did. Look oh, look how hovering. dumb this is. Yeah, just hovering. Yeah, the the enemies in this game uh, like get AI image generation. Let's get some AI in here for the enemies. <laughs> the first enemies I fought in this game, I stood in one spot. 
that was vaguely behind cover and watched as they shot all around me. Yeah. And I didn't get hit once. I didn't move. I didn't dodge. The first vampire that came out, the game gave me a warning. They're like, you're about to fight a vampire. This is going to be a hard fight. I shot him five times before he was even like looking at me. He teleported upstairs. I walked upstairs. I shot him three more times and he died. Yeah. And that was it. They, he didn't do anything. He didn't do an attack to me. He didn't, he didn't do anything at all. Like it is. There is problems. It's with big, this game. big, big problems. Like it just feels not just like, oh, we weren't quite done. Needed another month of polish. That, that It's not that. This game needs like a throw it away and start effing over. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's really bad. It, and it locks like the storyline. It, it almost has like that weird D and D problem where you level up in D and D and now all of a sudden your character can do things. And like, there's really no good reason for it yeah. that you run into sometimes. Yeah. Um, like my character, I leveled up after I killed the vampire and now my character was going to be able to send out a little bird to scout for enemies. And the game basically pops up a tutorial that says, Hey, your character can now press the V key to do this. And at the bottom of the tutorial, it says, uh, this mysterious ability. And like, it's text, like the explanation for why your character can do this is text. There's no weird cutscene that shows you gaining some ability or power. It's just like, Hey, you can do this now because text. Yeah. And it, it's just so, just so happy so, like sounds unfinished yeah it feel, it feels barely started to me it feels like a te- it feels like a Do, demo. Um, arcane is owned by bethesda uh no arcane is owned by microsoft now they're they're not well no that may be part of bethesda usually group. bethesda at their shows it would have arcane trailers and shit i thought they were yeah. you're connected. right i want to say dishonored hey look at me um, oh my gosh you got it i'm d- one i think dishonored was published by bethesda before all this acquisition so i think you're right now that you say that i think that arcane was a sub Man, genre what's of, funny uh, hang on a sec sorry <laughs> <laughs> everybody guess what Bo had to do yeah he oh, muted man. for the chew but we got the uh yeah um yeah so uh oh geez yeah right he's good bro has no, got man. a cold he's got him bo's got a cold um, so it's you know he's he's the, trooping it like today. What show was it where the Redfall developers were out here, like, in force, talking about their game? I guess the Anthem did it, too, but, like, what show was it? It was recently. It was wherever Hi-Fi Rush, I think, got... Oh, that would have... Now was that Game um, Awards? See how it they- got announced. It was the capstone game for whatever show it was announced on. Yeah, like, I don't remember if awards. it was the Game Awards or a Bethesda showcase, but it was the finisher. It was what they yeah. showed. At the I think end. it was Game like, Awards because look what Arcane's making. Because our because the Game Awards was was the one where we got we we found out about Hi Fi Rush and we didn't even know about it, and then they were like, "And it's out today." Look at the stark yeah. contrast on that. That game launched perfectly. Hi-Fi Rush was what, you know, it's a different game, but Hi-Fi Rush is the, what we're looking for. It's what we want. We want games that work on day one. They don't need a big giant patch on day one. That aren't riddled with problems and bugs. I mean, and that's the, ex- they set the example for all these other titles to follow. Yeah. Pretty much. Why is it all the, Jap- uh, the Japanese developers don't seem to be having this problem? And I'm not saying it's a, it's a, 
UK, EU, and US and Canada problem, but maybe it is. Maybe we suck. It could be. Well, it's not a, we're not saying quality of work or discipline or making a commentary. It's got to do with quality. Like, you can't. Yeah, that's it. Or there there is a bit of dishonor, not to get stereotypical, (laughs) but there is kind of dishonor in releasing a game you know is trash. Yeah. Like, you should tell the, like, you know, I know Rocksteady didn't look great doing all that stuff but at least they said you know we're gonna wait yeah yeah like somebody I mean, should look at redfall and go we're gonna wait someone should have said well i know we got all these deals lined up but jedi survivor looks like barf and we think we want to put our best foot forward for launch so sorry it's not coming out yeah like maybe the people who do the business stuff need to smarten the fuck up and stop making deals they can't get out of if the game doesn't hit targets because nobody wants a poo game you know <laughs> Like no, nobody, nobody, like nobody, nobody wants that. Like no. it, you know, it, it's getting worse and worse uh, on the PC side of things, particularly. But kind of everywhere, though. A lot of these were problems on launch but, for yeah. consoles. I mean, Redfall well. is bad on anywhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. A, you know, so that, that it, it, we're talking. I think I'm in danger of getting confused because I'm talking about a number of different things. But um, yeah, like you'd have to know this game is not fun. Like it, it would, it's an embarrassment to Xbox to put this out. It makes our, it diminishes our. Someone should be like, yo, our brand, our brand means something, mm-hmm. and this means the opposite. So if we put it out, that's well, not what we want it to mean. Like you shouldn't just shovel. It's shovelware, basically. If yeah, do it, that's literally that's, the definition. That's the fear. Of just, that's the fears you get into the business of shovelware because you got to keep your service hot and, and going all the time. And I love Game Pass. But this diminishes the Game Pass name. I hate. I'm sorry to say it, and I have to go over to to to, to uh, not loop back uh, Death Loop to remind myself what they're capable of. But wow, like this is your sixty nine dollar game, eighty nine ninety, almost a hundred bucks in Canada, <laughs> and you're and you're just launching it in this state, and you're cool Straight with face. that. It's yeah. just so weird to me. It's so weird. Actually, it's ninety dollars Canadian, so I can play ninety dollars for Canadian. For what my friends are telling me is, are, they'd rather, you know, eat poo, or they'd rather read what was it? You'd rather read. I'd rather the read Art of the deal by Trump than play this game. Yeah, with a bunch of typos in it and uh, all that. Yeah, like I, I, I mean, we've kind of said it all, but I, I, I think this is a real black mark for them, and I think maybe. Uh, so here's where I do get my optimism back because I do tend to land on optimistic feet most of the time with most things. My optimism is this one stings and they go, Ugh, we can't do that again. Like we already kind of flubbed the launch of, of infinite, but we kind of evened out there. We're okay. Uh, these other things, well, they were kind of missteps, but we're okay. We got some delays that are a bit of a problem, but we're okay. We can't do that again. And so all eyes are on Starfield now. And they should be, and they need to nail that shit. And if they don't, that is, I think that's very bad for them. So, uh, yeah, they've, they've basically built, they've basically built a shit or get off the pot moment here with this, I think. And I went from very secure in Microsoft's plan long term to going, not if you're doing this, like you, you can't be like this. Like the reason there's a reason that if you want to be the Netflix of games, there's a reason Netflix is the Netflix of Netflix. It's because they have consistently given people what they want. 
and they're not well, perfect either. But they mostly Netflix, do. Netflix, Netflix is kind of messing up. Netflix well, they're having is I, shit in the bed. They're too, having right? issues, they, but you know what I mean. But like that's kind of my point, though. Is so I said this uh, last week, and I got pushback on this, and I'm pushback right now because I'm on the show and I get to do that. Um, well, look at you. I, yes, I I have said I think Xbox uh, Game Pass needs a killer app. It needs it bad. And I had a lot of people say, well, John, the free breadth of games is their killer app. They don't need a killer app because look at all the games they have. And I think that's horseshit. It kind of works right now while they're the only game in town for the most part doing this. But Netflix fell into this literal problem. They were the only game in town doing the streaming. Now everybody is. Now all that matters are what are your exclusives. And right now, yeah, Microsoft's in a pretty good situation where they can release stinkers and it doesn't change that much for them because Game Pass is still kind of the only thing like I it. Think, I, think I don't think the- it's going to stay that way. Mm. And at a certain point, Microsoft has to establish that it can make quality games. I think that's what the that's what the Blizzard play was in a realm where nobody stops it. The sales probably gone through by now, and Diablo Four, you know, is definitely going to be a feather in their hat. Mm. Whatever Call of Duty is next, even if it's on PlayStation, Mm. I mean, Sony has a point. Like, obviously, they're going to water their they're going to prefer to water their garden first. I bet they're loving this this Redfall Mm. mess. I bet they love it. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the UK, the the blocking of the Blizzard thing is looking, is reflecting badly on Microsoft as well. But, like, I guess I had this thought. They spent how many billions for for Blizzard, Activision Blizzard? Why did they just take that 89 billion and give arcane a bit more time to work on the game or something <laughs> you could take like a couple 50 million and be like okay make sure it's good guys you know because the net gain they have right now is neither you know it's it's all a loss yeah but i mean maybe that was part of i think john what you were saying about them having a flagship i think they were trying to get that from i think they are trying to get that from abk but i i don't think it can be acquisitions like they already have talented studios and talented people and they have the money to buy yeah. it with, I mean, like, the talent, not just buy studios whole hog and go, ah, look, our exclusives. Um, we'll talk more about it when we talk about the Phil Spencer interview, but, like, you, at a certain point, you do need the games. Like, Phil kind of pushes back on this point, but I have a PS5. I stole it from my parents, and they have now gifted it to me, just to give uh, a story. It has <laughs> been you get stuff, too. Yeah. They gave, me, parents, the, they gave me the user manual. <laughs> oh, right, oh, your right. Yeah. Three That's, of a us good point. That's a good point. Yeah, they never gave um, me anything, your parents. <laughs> That's true. That's true. They did. They Except did talk you. to you briefly. Except you. One hot, sweaty night in a Volkswagen meant that we would get John. <laughs> yeah, 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 they gave us it. you. They that's gave, true. That's true. The gift that just keeps on giving on the show. That's right. But uh, but I'm I'm keeping it, and I want it, and I would have probably bought one for Final Fantasy 16. That is a console sale for one or two games. Like it does move the needle. It might not be. The biggest needle mover that it used to be, but at a certain point, having games that are exclusive to your console will get people to buy that console. It will. Yeah, I agree. I think you're right. Here, here, uh, uh, here's the final thing I would say. I think they can resolve or they can fix this. They can see this as a teachable moment, for lack of a better way of saying it. I hate that term, but whatever. And they can, they can just let this not ever happen again. Make a standard over there that says. 
if we miss a date because this this is a problem, then then we miss a date. You're Microsoft. You have endless money. You have money that goes so far down your pants, it enters your shoes, enters the earth, and comes out on the other side. Like you have so much money. Don't don't sweat it. If something gets delayed, that is a tiny problem compared to this backlash that you're getting right now. So yeah. don't do that anymore. Just don't do it. Like that should be the new standard as of today. Phil Spencer should be in a, a room with his sweater on or his uh, hoodie on, and he should say, "Listen, y'all, no more of this." That's what should happen. No more um, embarrassing Phil. Yeah, no more. Quit doing that. He's a nice guy. We like him. He's cool. He seems seems like a real cool dude, and I and I want him to succeed, and I want them to succeed, and I I want the industry to be healthy. This is not way to do it. Redfall. So let's throw let's throw our or PlayStation fans a bone and say, you know, PlayStation been doing pretty good. Well, you know, except their PC ports. We, we talk a lot about Xbox. Their console exclusives have been very solid. They've been so stellar, but their, but their PC ports have all been shit at launch, so they need to work mm, on that, not too. All, oh, yeah, not Last all. of Us. I would say that on the Last of Us of was, Miles Morales was fine. I, I actually think Last of Us uh, has been the outlier. Yeah. Um, yeah, Last of Us was bad. Days Gone, I think, was bad. Days Gone had problems but, at launch. So did um, the. But what's the, both of the Spider Men did great. Your Aloy, um, your Aloy game was real busted up front. That was bad. Was it? I oh, remember yeah. that being good. No issues at launch. Just launch mm. issues. It's fine mm. since. Hey, look I don't it up, know, Johnson. Look it up. I don't know. Look it up, Jagger. Was look it, it bad? I'm God of War launched in a decent shoot. God of War was great. Yeah, God of yeah. War, no problems. That was fine. That's another one I need to get back to. I want to play. I, want, I think so I want to give I, it a fair chance. I, yeah. I don't think it's the. I don't think it's quite the minefield that. I'm just saying. Overall, the track records on the PlayStation yeah. is good, if not perfect. I sure. agree. It's, I agree with it's that. An industry problem, but yeah. I would say Nintendo. You know, I just want to throw because we often focus on Xbox. They're often in the news, and PlayStation's. You know. We don't compliment it enough. Well, and I think I think it deserves a bit of complimenting in that. I guess Nintendo's the best at it, but yeah, yeah in the light of what we're talking about, absolutely. But it's it's also like always, it's possible to think they're being annoying on the legal front, but they're also kicking ass on exclusives, and you know, like it's just a complicated yeah. thing. That's why I love this industry. Like all this shit talk about red fail. See what I did there. Red oh, red fail. Yeah, like fail that's fall. the other thing. If you're gonna make a game about vampires, it can't be bad because you just open yourself up to <laughs> this game sucks. Or Redfall, blah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Or red fail, or more like deadfall. Yeah. Or this dead game, game should have stayed dead. What a mistake this was. Yeah. Like just you know, it <laughs> it writes itself. You just you can't mess up a game about vampires. It's just too many things. And again, I would like to say to Arcane Austin, your design for those vampire dudes, the ones that are full vampired out, not the cultists, but the full vampire dudes, badass. They're so cool. And the concept of let's not do zombies this time. Let's do this like vampires have taken over and they are vicious mother effers and they look so cool and their arms are all long and their fingers are weird. Well done. That's awesome. Now make a game around it yeah. and not this literal trash all right moving on wow i know that's pretty hardcore yeah. i played God's a game peace mode today yeah I, f- I feel like i don't know i wasn't expecting to go that hard but there it is 
Uh, I played a game <laughs> you went called... way harder than I thought. I thought I was going to be the bad one. And I, I was like, well, at least Scott will softball it before I get mad. Sure. And uh, then you were like, no, <laughs> I will. I will unleash my anger. Yeah, I, it had to come out somehow. And it, the problem and it is, like, it, my initial reaction getting out of this game was not as bad as it was later the more I thought about it. Mm. It's a game I've gotten madder about the more I think about. Yeah. I, like in my immediate, like I closed the game. I was like, well, I don't want to play that ever again. <laughs> like that was as bad as it was like that. You know, people are making it sound like this is the worst video game ever made, but I just, I just don't want to play it again. That was how I felt turning it off. And then I sat down and thought about it for a couple hours and was like, a load of bullshit. I'm really mad about this. Yeah. Like it's, it's like uh, it's like a hot sauce that just takes a while to kick in. I yeah. get madder the more it simmers. It had like a an aftertaste. It yeah. still has one. Like it feels dirty having it on my hard drive. Oh man, that's a dark thing. I to uninstalled say. it while we were talking. Oh really? Like, I've said my piece. There is no way I'm playing a second more of this video. That game. is how done John is. I well, left it installed because one, it's an insanely big game. So I was like. Just leave it going. Oh, yeah. That's but. the other thing. That thing's like 180 gig or some crazy number. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to uninstall it on the off chance. I felt the need to play more of it. But as we said our piece, I was like, you know what? I'm never going to play this game again. I'll be better for it. Yeah, damn damn straight. Um, all right. The video you're seeing in chat room and you two and others who may watch the video uh, is from a game called Circus Electric. Electric is spelled E-L-E-C-T-R-I-G-U-E. That should be a Q. Sorry, there's no G. Uh, it. Uh, what I want you to do is think, think Darkest Dungeon, but think uh, Steampunk. Okay, that's the game. I picked this up on the on the uh, cheap because it was on sale. They had a little flash sale, and I thought this looks interesting. Let me skip ahead here a little bit. Uh, it is weird <laughs> um, but quite good. It reminds me of Darkest Dungeon in almost every way. You have your your lineup of up to four quote-unquote heroes versus four enemies but you do it in this kind of Cirque du Soleil uh wacky alternate uh electro Tesla universe where you know dirigibles and and steampunk are all the norm and everything lady has a pet lion she drives she rides on all this kind of weird stuff um that's the setting and the story the combat is just like Darkest Dungeon except it's not dark and in dungeons uh, it's a little more whimsical Instead of having what, what what's the one thing in Darkest Dungeon that that hurts you? Um, it makes you crazy. It's, san, it's, it's the sanity. Not your sanity meter. Sanity sanity meter. They have in this one something else, and I've now I've forgotten the name of it. Dang it! It's something like renown. Oh, I think it's, oh, I think it's renown. Say, is it steam? How much? I think that would be cool. Got? That would be cool. But it's uh, no. It's I think it's renown. And if and the lower your renown, the more you kind of start losing it and doing dumb stuff and messing things up and having bad hit rates okay. and that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so they've included a lot of that. So in a lot of ways, this is at least superficially a kind of a reskin of what Darkest Dungeon is. Not the same dev, um, but the combat I find. To be really, really fun. I already like the way Darkest Dungeon does combat, combat, and this is a lot like that. You're using your abilities. You're basing it on, okay, well, this lady can hit the first two people, not the front, not the people in the rear, or it can hit the people in the rear and not the people in the front. Oh, it really is like oh, Darkest straight up. Dungeon. Like, yeah. Yeah, straight up. It's a, a kind of, I mean, there are a bunch of these. There are a lot of Darkest Dungeon likes. That's what happens with the popular genre. Hits, hits indies, and then suddenly everyone makes one. 
I do think this separates itself a bit with its theme, and I think the theme is really fun. My least favorite character is this stupid clown, though, uh, who you get early, and I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't want the clown on my team. Yeah, but. I don't like the clown. But I like this strong man. I like the girl in the back who does fire stuff. She's cool. The story's interesting. Um, you know, you're going to know like if you're going to want to play it. animates. It animates real nice. Oh, yeah. It's a be- that's the other thing. The big takeaway is Darkest Dungeon 1, anyway, was, you know, pretty flat 2D sort of motion graphics sort of style, which is great. It was a beautiful game in its own way. This is all three-dimensional and, you know, very stylistic and anim- animates really beautifully. It always has this kind of... Um, vignette quality to the edging of the screen like it's being filmed in the 20s or something uh just has a really cool vibe so i want to recommend this mostly to people who love the whole steampunk milieu because i think they'll find a lot to like here if you're a hardcore dungeon or darkest dungeon player you're not really gonna and you're there for the gameplay you're not really gonna find much different here um, you recruit dudes. There's a place where you heal up and put somebody in a hospital for a while while you go fight. And then you come back and they're healed. And now they can do other battles like all that stuff you're used to in these games. It's all there. Um, that's very cool. And I think I got it for like five bucks cause it was on sale. I don't know what it is normally 20 or something, but, um, circus electric, uh, available on steam. So check out that if you are so desirous, then I found a free game that, is I'm going to jump, I'm going to fart on Redfall again because Helltaker. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, really reminded me of when you, when you make a game, it, the, the whole package, meaning like the design, the, um, the concepts of the game, the artistic expression of how the game plays, what you're doing in the game is just so well unified. That it reminded me that even on the lowest budget with the least amount of people, you can make what looks like a quality package of a game. This game also features, you know, 2D cutscenes for its story, but they fit perfectly. They're really well done and they match what this game is about. What this game is about is incredibly difficult, frustrating puzzles that ultimately are very satisfying when you clear them. Uh, so, uh, chat room and those on video, you can, you can see what's going on right here. You have basically these, uh, motivation points, um, motivation. Yeah. There's a point system. I have zero of. Yeah. (laughs) Same. I don't have this in real life very much, but, um, I don't, people would say I'm lying because I'm literally making a Kickstarter for a card game, but yeah, I sometimes there are days where I feel like I have no motivation, but anyway, this game's got these points and, and it's really, Think of a puzzle game, I can say this for the audience, the audio audience, so it makes sense. A puzzle game where you got to move shit out of the way and get to an end point in a certain number of moves. Like Quark. Like Quark. It reminds me of desktop dungeons. (laughs) I don't think anybody knows what Quark is and the fact that you understood it. I totally know it. Yeah, I totally remember Quark for sure. Um, It kind of looks like Angry Leisure Suit Larry. A little bit, yeah. Girls. A little bit. But here's what they do. They The very first puzzle even is freaking hard. And even when I finally did it, I got to the end and talked to a lady I have to rescue, and she gives me a text question that I have to answer. I have one of two options. It's like a <laughs> RPG. And if I choose wrong, it kills me and makes me do the puzzle over. Well, if you're like me and you forgot how you cleared it, 
You spent another three attempts trying to get through the damn puzzle again. <laughs> That's oh, hilarious. Yeah. So, I love that. Yeah, That's it, great. It's a cool mechanic. Once you figure it out, though, so satisfying. It's really, it makes you want to go do the next one. It also has this amazing techno soundtrack. I think I can play some of this. Let's see. I mean, this is great, right? It just, it just fits this weird vibe. Anyway, did uh, Bruce Campbell have to give likeness rights to your main character in this? <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. He's kind of a adventurey, uh, adventurey uh, James Bondy kind of dude from like the like old school Hollywoodish kind of thing. Uh, but the whole thing just really cohesive. I don't know why this is free. I think this game. I think people would pay for this game. It's like well made. It's not janky. It's not. It doesn't feel cheap in any way. I don't know why it's free. I can't figure that out. Um, maybe this was somebody's big college project and they just nailed it and they thought, well, I'm doing it for free. I don't I don't know. I don't know the story. I don't um, know. It looks great. It's this, so cool. genuinely looks really good. What is this on? This is on uh, PC. I got it on Steam. And um, it's called Helltaker. It's just going to be sad. Helltaker and it's free. It's also really good on Steam Deck. Can't recommend it there enough. Perfect for a Steam Deck. Uh Rad little game. I don't think it's anywhere else, though. Maybe maybe Nintendo has a... I don't know if it's on the Switch. I didn't check, but... Uh, it gets really hard. And if you're into hard puzzles... Oh, and it's like immediate restarts. So if you screw it up, you can just hit the RB button on your controller and you're back in. Um, it released in 2020, and he hasn't... This Van Ripper guy yeah. hasn't made anything since. I wonder what else he's working on. I don't know. I don't know why he's not selling it. I mean, make five bucks or something. Do something. It's really weird to me. You can optionally donate to buy the Helltaker art book and pancake recipe. Also, the soundtrack, I think, is on there, isn't it? Or something. Uh, I think you just go to the band, uh, the the artist Bandcamp. Is the link? There oh, okay. Listen. Maybe you buy it there. It's 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 really fun driving sort of techno house music. It's very good. Anyway. I was so surprised by this. The game I was referencing, Scott, that you knew is Quirk. It's Quirk? I always thought it was Quirk. I did too. Quirk like Quirk Express or Quirk the bar owner, isn't it? Yeah. I just the chat was asking how you spell it, and I was like, well, let me find out. So I went and looked it up. It's called Quirk. Oh, you're right. Look at that. I'm having a real Berenstain Bears moment because I could have sworn that was not what this game was called. Yeah, that's wrong. Oh, shit. Didn't mean to do that. Anyway, it's cool. Play it. It's free. It's a dumb, dumb, easy choice to make. And it's I had a lot of fun with it. Still going to keep playing that, actually. I had more. Oh, that was the my point about the Redfall reference. This is a game that is a game-ass game that has all the good ideas done. And they cohesively did it all, made it work in a way that I, I don't know how they how, how do you how do you make Redfall not? I don't know. Freaking! I know they're completely different games, completely different budgets, scope, all that stuff. But this is a video game, and Redfall is a dumpling. All right. Uh, finally, I played. <laughs> I played a game that I got a code for called uh, Eggcelerate to the Tropics. Oh boy, this sounds like a Pokemon. Uh, it kind of does, but it's not at all like that. Um accelerate to the tropics i mean i thought i had the video i don't let me pull that up uh it is a weird little game that's like this low poly looking graphic style that the goal is 
you ride a bike that has an egg on it. And the goal is for that egg not to fall out. And, and uh, this, is a, this is a Scott ass game right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've we've reached peak uh, video game, folks. Yep, we're there. We finally reached our destination, everybody. It's a little chore, Corey, but it's actually just a lot of physics. You know, the the egg is. This looks like I am bread. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it. Yes, it's a unique challenge, though. Yeah, it's one challenge. Yeah. I mean, it's there's not the game is not a big depth machine. There's a oh, you dropped the egg. You, you you you're just trying to go as fast as you can and beat your records and beat your ghosts and stuff and all the things you do in a racing game. But the important thing is don't go too crazy or that egg's gonna fall out and crack. And if it they does, should you make this a, like a, a different type of race in Mario Kart. Yeah, right. Just a mode. It yeah. is kind of a one mode game. I, I will. I will say that. But I also, you know, I don't think it's expensive, and it's it's a fun. Are time. there mechanics to like grab or like catch it in the air? No, it's all about it's it's very physics based. It's all about don't lean too far or cut this corner too hard or hit that pebble or that stone. Don't run up against the side of the road, you know, like, oh, that egg's going to break, yeah, like yeah. that kind of thing. All right. It's, fine. uh, I'm not going to tell everyone here to just rush they out. Charge and get money it. for this one? No, I got <laughs> Yeah, this is are. the one I would have expected to be free, honestly. Yeah. The, the, like, bad puns every time you break an egg, too. Like, <laughs> like, it's a payback is a beach, which <laughs> I understand is a pun, but I also don't know what it is in the context of this particular video game. Yeah. It's a little weird. I mean, you're you're not you're not wrong. Uh, I can't. Where's the price? I don't see it. Uh, hold on. Shit. What's it called? Expectation. Accelerate, it, no, to, the accelerate to the tropics. Theme. Uh, well, I get why the pun is there. It's in the title, John. That's the whole reason for its existence was accelerate an egg being combined. Oh, into a so word. you're going to the the beach. Here it is. Twelve bucks. Eleven ninety nine. I think it's worth that. It's fun. I had a good. I had a really good time with it. Um, it is not you know, going to blow your mind. This isn't the next. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> this is not. John can confirm. But if you want to just confirm. veg out. This like, game will not blow my mind. Eat eat like half an edible. Lay down. Get your controller out. Oh, wait. You, try, you, you do some uh, wall riding. Yeah, that's a little bit. Of, you know, they, they mix up the castle. tracks. Yeah, the tracks get tricky. There's some cool themes in the tracks. Like, you I know. have too many children to see merit in spending my time doing this. <laughs> Yeah, well, like I say, it's it's like what know. you know what it reminded know. me of. They, they, we're watching a basic track here. Scott's showing us. I'm actually watching the trailer, and there's some you know more challenging, interesting tracks than what's being shown. Yeah, there's some wackadoo right. later on. Here's a big jump, and you got to hold that thing over the river and then catch it in the thing. Oh, it's so hard. Uh, I will say that this is a the, in a lot of ways it's a throwback to games you played when you were younger, and it was just that's what games were, you know. Um, and you would have paid a lot more then for something this simple. So I don't oh, know. You can well, see sure, the eggs yeah. you drop. I, I'm yeah. saying this game is probably for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> it's for Scott, John. It's yeah, it's for me Scott. for sure. <laughs> well, Scott's kids don't live at home anymore. That's true. Uh, it, <laughs> That's, it's, it's true. And I haven't, I mean, I, I probably played an hour. And I've probably, although to be fair, my kids would probably love it. Oh, they'd probably love it. But I probably played for an hour and I've probably gotten my whole. I've got my 11 bucks worth. Like I'm good now. I would have enjoyed this more than, than my time spent in Redfall. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And I like this. Yeah. This is, Hey guys, guess what? This game's better than Redfall. 
<laughs> not a great so compliment. I, but John, yeah. John's the one poo-pooing it. I, I think this game actually looks all right. Yeah, but it's good. It's fun. It's maybe twelve is a bit much for it. You know that. You know when you go to a family reunion and everyone's like, "Oh, carry the balloon without dropping it." We're gonna have a little relay race and all that stuff. This is like yeah. a video game version of that kind of is what it is. I'm just. Guess- I'm not really trying to poo-poo it. It's just that Scott said that one of his games that he played this week is free and it's not the one that i would have expected <laughs> looking at all the games yeah, yeah. <laughs> i will agree with that i don't know why that other puzzle game is free it's it's like a, like a really good game and there's and there's devil devil boobies sort of in it uh, so how do you do well, that there you for go free? like you can't even put a price on that maybe literally yep sometimes these eggs maybe bounce i can't figure out how he's doing that because mine never bounce maybe something changes later anyway yeah, there are worse things to do with your money, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to John's. Let's get an update on the W. Do I have music for this? I need some music for this. Um, we got to find something that's that's not going to get me canned. Uh, uh, wrestling. It's time for the wrestling update with John Jagger. John, how's uh, WWE's uh, Frog Pants All Stars? Whatever. How's it going? That's right, everybody. Man, we had our first wrestling Wednesday uh, yesterday, and boy, it was a good time. It was a very good time, especially for the core crew. Real good time for them. Yeah. Uh, we had a we had a match, a triple uh, tag team match to determine who was going to be the number one contenders for uh brian ibbett and scott johnson's tms tag team title yeah. and wouldn't you know it bo and i won that match we are now Whoa. the number one contenders for that oh, title. scott's not on our team no so that was the other thing is over the weekend we had a competition to see which team scott would join because theoretically he would make sense on every team and mm. scott won that tournament so i gave real scott human being scott right here the chance to pick his team and I knew it would bother him because I knew he'd be like, wait, I want to be loyal to my friends and stuff. Right. And I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And right. So after much uh, coaxing, he joined Team Core. So Team Core got Scott as well. Yeah. Nice. Which is almost and- part of it's part of the whole like mythos of wrestle wrestling drama. Right. That I converted over to a team and i was nervous about yeah. you know like it's great it fits it's well good. plus team core is the they're the bad guys right the yo what's what's your new look from why you don't look like you're from resident evil anymore yeah i decided not to be a cosplayer and i decided to just go absolutely uh fabulous over the top you're the, you're the purple derple yeah i decided to go with this uh and it's uh you know it's a real impressive look i must say yeah i've given myself the most pyro for my introduction if you keep it on the screen just keep it going scott because you will get to see bo's intro here, i'm excited yeah. uh, which is worth it yeah um so the third thing we did is we had a tournament to see who was going to be the first ever dragon beef championship title holder oh uh, nobody has had that title so the dragon beef <laughs> title was on the line and uh i'm pleased to say that yours truly won that tournament. dragon beef wow you so, uh, i call uh shenanigans Wow. So it, it was a phenomenal tournament, I will say. And the, this match, which was me versus Bo, was a first round match. Yeah, was probably the best match of the evening. It was so good. So Bo has a finisher <laughs> where he wipes his hand on his taint and sticks it in your mouth. Um, I got a guitar called, now. It's awesome. It's wow. been called the Taint Hand uh, Wipe. Uh, it's got a lot of names. <laughs> Bo kept doing it. 
I didn't tap taint out no thing. to it. Is that, is that what we're calling uh, and it? I have an ability. Oh, taint no thing is real good. Taint no thing. I, that's what it's called now. Yeah. That's it now. Uh, and I used Bo's finisher against him for the win. It was very oh good no! Win. Wow. Um, so it was a it was a really good time. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, Chat got makes very you into be a it. Wrestler. Yeah. I got it set up so people could make uh, bets with their channel points on who was going to win. So we had some fun betting going on. Um, lots of underdog wins. Uh, the final match of the tournament was me versus Garrett. He made it all the way to the end as well. Wow. And uh, so Core, Core right now in the league, Core has, uh, with the exception of one half of the TMS tag team titles, every belt is represented by Team Core now. Wow. Big. We have the Frog Pants Championship, we have the Dragon Beef Championship, and we have one half of the TMS Tag Titles. So uh, you might say shenanigans, but we'll see what happens. So you know what my plan is to do these yeah. events every Wednesday yeah. and uh, make it Wrestling Wednesday. And it's, uh, it's, it's good. It's been dumb fun, and uh, it's just been a great time. Your pose avatar... It- absolutely murders me um by the way his little his uh uh maple leaf on his butt almost looks like yeah. a little wet little sweat stain back there i love <laughs> it, it does look like he sweats the canadian flag on his butt <laughs> it's really good that's okay it's so good i was really I, so the chat recommended that i put the canadian flag on bo's butt and i said guys come on we don't want to be disrespectful to a nation right and then they said we're canadian and so i thought well if if it's being suggested by Canadians, it's okay. It's not, it's not disrespectful it. on the butt. There's a whole lot. Like, isn't the whole thing where you put your whatever college you go to, you wear jogging pants with the name on the butt? That's yeah, like a thing. That's true. But like, we Americans get too precious about our our flag. So like, yeah. we're like, oh, don't her, you know. But but you guys, you're like, eh, whatever. Put a maple leaf there. I don't care. I like that about Canada. They're not so precious. Oh, you and, guys are precious about that? You don't like U.S. flag get, on the butt? We get weird we get about weird it. Like, about flags. People still do it, but yeah, like, it's... Yeah, when it's your religion is, is pretending that the founding fathers were gods or something, things get weird down here. It's, it's funky. Mm. Uh, yeah. But anyway, look at you, dude, with your helmet, with your VR headset, and John with his purple nurple. Oh, this is good stuff. Yeah, it was a good match, and I'll tell you, maybe one of the best things, speaking of games and the state they release, we ran into a couple glitches during the match, and it just made it better, honestly. There was a moment where Bo and Kyle got in the ring, and they just had a stare down with each other. It's like it's like the AI locked up, <laughs> and so for a good three minutes, while everybody is outside of the ring, everybody else is outside fighting... Bo and Kyle are just staring at each other. Wow. And then John got in the ring, and then he didn't freeze the way they did. They were just still staring. Yeah. John was like panting, like, oh, what a hard match. But he wasn't attacking. He was just watching the two of them. And then mysteriously, out of nowhere, Bo just punches Kyle in the face. And it was hilarious. <laughs> uh, and it's just the, you know, sometimes that's the way the AI does things. Like, weird things are going to happen, and it just made it that much more fun. Oh, it's so, so good, dude. This so continues good. to be one of my favorite things to stream, um, one of my favorite things to do. Garrett stopped by for a little bit to watch some of it. Unfortunately, he watched himself and Kyle lose the tag match, but he did, he ended up doing really, really well uh, overall. I, so. I will be there Wednesday. I have to see one live, and... Um, uh, 
That was the other thing I was going to say. It's just my favorite thing you've ever done. I, I love it so much. <laughs> this is great. And look at oh so, my god, is that, is that my chain? Is that chain? Oh yeah, thing? that's it. Now that's not the that's not the full one because I think you'll actually do it once I stand up from this. So if I remember I, I, correctly, so if I so I rub my Watch. hand on my taint and then yeah. I put it in your mouth. Oh my you're gosh, shut it. up! You're gonna see it in just a second. So the yeah. reason for it is 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 I gave you uh, a move from mankind who used to pull <gasps> a sock out of his pants and stick right. it in their mouth. So there it was. There's the full taint, no thing, but. <laughs> There's no sock, and obviously you're wearing a onesie, so there's no pants to pull anything out of, so it just looks like you wipe your hand on your taint and then stick it and in somebody's mouth. stick your hand mouth. in your mouth. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and you've yeah. yet to play this game, right? Still haven't I, played no, it. No, still have not played this game at all. It's all you've done is set up the avatars and let I them mean, go. I mean, this is the future of AI. We were talking about AI-generated shows. This is literally him watching wrestling, but the computer's making it happen. Yeah. I've got 47 hours in this game, and I haven't played a single it's, second. It is it. 100% wow. the best auto-battler on the market. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I want to place it's, bets. If we're if gambling was allowed on these site on these uh, streaming sites, we'd do it. But it is well. That's the fun part is like you can gamble with your Twitch points. Like that's that's what I, I I'm actually surprised this isn't a thing on Twitch where you can make like people look like celebrities and do these matches. Yeah, or something. I'm, I'm you know sure I mean? people do. Yeah, like I mean, and then can. have them bet cryptocurrency, and then we can get rich. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I want to stake.com to help us out. I think I want to do some, I want to, we should do it like some full on, like wrestling style commentary stuff, like live, yeah. like I've had people reach out. I actually had somebody reach out through discord that is actually involved in like indie wrestling promotions and all that. She's done like commentary to work and stuff like that for yeah. him. Yeah. And like right now I'm like, look, I'm still just figuring out how to get the stream to run and show what I need to show. Yeah. But I have no issues with like building it up and expanding it. Um, it's just like, you know, we're, we're at the, we're at step one. So, but yeah, I want to, I want to grow it. I think it would be a fun thing. I think wrestling Wednesday could be a really fun event to do. Um, yeah. get more people in there, keep growing the roster. Cause right now with just eight people, it's a lot of the same people. That'd be fun. Oh my God. It's Bo. Yep. Oh, now watch the taint. He's about to do in it. In the mouth. It's going to take a second for you guys to see it, but he's about to do it. Here he goes. Wipes <laughs> he it is about to into do it. his like, mouth. He's oh. getting ready. He did it. He did it like three times over the course of the match. He got me with it. And, uh, I didn't tap out. And then I ended up beating Bo with that move. Uh, cause I t- have taste like John. Yeah, what, ability. Yeah, what do you give us a flavor pro- profile on both flavors? Uh, like salted <laughs> maple syrup. Oh, foul! <laughs> <laughs> <So> foul. <laughs> it could be worse. God. It's worse maple than I, right. I know, but I, I don't know what I was thinking. But that sounds terrible. It's you've added. It just sweet. Sounds like I have maple syrup in my pants. Yeah, <laughs> that is no good. All right. Well, this is amazing as usual. Game of the year. Well done, 2K, with your amazing game. Yeah, seriously, this is awesome. Uh, take that, Redfall. All right, let's move on to uh, what else you played. Jedi Fallen Order. We're all playing that still. Uh, it's going. No, I'm oh. playing the first one. Oh, you're st- you guys, oh, that's right. You're you playing guys Fallen are playing Order. Jedi Survivor. Uh, right. Big brain on John, who's feeling really good as people complain about the technical issues of this game, is playing the first one, which runs really, really well. Mm. And uh, I'm getting through it. I'm 
I think I'm probably about 75, 80% of the way through it. So I hope they fix their issue soon because I am about to play Jedi Survivor. They did a big patch today that really improved my frame rate. So, oh, did they? Yeah. Well, that's great. That's yeah. great news. And NVIDIA drivers updated recently for me, so it might be smooth sailing by the time I get to it. But I I just reminded myself how much I love that game, although I did set it on easy so I could just... Oh, because you want to tear through story it. Story yeah. mode. I just want to get through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that makes sense. So I'm probably my first little bit of time in Jedi Survivor is going to be like, why is this game so yeah, it's gonna throw you right now bit. blocking dodging not that important if i get hit eh, it's fine i'll be okay yeah but uh i i do really love this game and you know i'm harsh on cal he's a fine character he's, he's acceptable but have you seen um, these mullets and 70s mustache combos oh you my gosh yeah that honestly outfit. cal is way better so in the second one versus yeah, the first one i agree like, yeah. plus you got all these customization options and when john when you start unlocking like facial stuff it's uh, get ready it's gonna be so good yeah it's gonna be well, so I'm, good. i've I'm, seen the mullet with the handlebar mustache i feel like that's everywhere I used i'm not to say, doing the mullet Every time I'm, I watch someone stream uh, Jedi Fallen Order, it was the pink poncho and the pink lightsaber. I, like that just seemed like if you were streaming, that's what you did. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was a commentary on that's what they thought was ridiculous. I don't know. But like now it seems like every streamer is rocking the mullet and the, the mutton chops. Yeah. So, <laughs> hard the not to, bar, right? So. Like hard to not yeah. be tempted by that. But um but what do you? Uh, it's too early for me to have much, so I don't have much customization right now. But uh, my guy's looking like a Clone Wars era Jedi. Finally, ooh, nice. That's what, nice. He doesn't look like. Oh, I'm just trying to blend in. Give me a crew cut and some like regular clothes. I've got like uh, robes and like old clone uh, clone trooper boots that like I would have pilfered off someone, and then Anakin haircut with a beard and goatee. It's the right way to live. Like it just it. it looks way better, yeah. And I'm just like I'm way more into the character because he actually looks cool and not like you know, uh, I don't know, like just the guy who's on break from his job at the office. <laughs> yeah, he looks better. You know, I had this feeling while I was playing it. And it's kind of a weird thing to say, but remember how much everyone loved the Prince of Persia rema- uh, the re- or you know reimaginings that happened in the early aughts from Ubisoft, I guess it was before Assassin's Creed, um, Sands of Time, that stuff. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like this is like the real spiritual uh, successor to those in a lot of ways. It does kind of feel like that. Yeah. Like the running on walls and the crazy traversal and the, the focus on some of the platforming. I I, I just, it feels like that to me. Some of those earlier games, which I like you replace lightsabers for just regular swords. Yeah. A lot more sand. Yeah. There's something about that. It's really an interesting combination of stuff. It's like, that for for where you're actually moving and going and then it's souls likey for combat and and save points and all that and then there's just kind of a great star wars vibe the whole time with a bunch of great voices and characters it's just it's a very cool game you know we talked about the problems at launch i hope this patch and future patches really do take care of it but this is one of those where an awesome game is right under the surface uh pc player so i guess be patient you'll be okay it'll all work out I'm going to finish Fallen Order, and then I'll let you know. I'll be joining the ranks who will talk about it. Nice. Speaking of Star Wars, you're back into Fortnite doing that weirdness. Yeah, I never really stopped playing Fortnite, but I it is worth noting that right now with May the 4th and all of that going on, um, there is a big Star Wars event in Fortnite, and I've had a couple people on Twitter reach out to me and say, hey, because of the Star Wars event and you talking about it a lot, 
I've got into the no build mode and I'm loving it. Um, and so I, I figure it's worth noting, you know, this is an interesting time to get into Fortnite. It's a limited event. Uh, they do put lightsabers and blasters and a bunch of Star Wars stuff in there. The big thing this year is uh, they're putting in Anakin and Padme and Darth Maul and a bunch of clone troopers and skins. Um, and uh, there's a whole big power-up thing where you go through a rift and you learn force powers and get a lightsaber. So there, there is some cool stuff for Star Wars fans in the game right now. Um, it's still Fortnite. You know, if that's your cup of tea or not, but uh, there is a lot of fun to be had in it. So nice. I kind of I saw some streams of that. It looked pretty cool. <laughs> Got to give credit to Fortnite. No build mode. Kind of. No I don't know. Mode makes a big difference. Yeah. For a lot of players, turns out pretty much everybody who isn't annoyed by it <laughs> and people who are annoyed by or people that aren't annoyed by that. Hey, you've got your mode too. go play your weird ass build mode. <laughs> Go build. Psycho. Create a fort whenever you get hit by something. It's fine. Uh, Bo, over to you. Any more to say about Survivor? Yeah, lots. Jedi Survivor is a very good video game. Yeah. <laughs> Not lots, but it is a very good video game. Um, I've played about 20 hours. And if you judge, I got some gameplay there too. You'll see, I my experience was like Scott's. Hmm. The game runs fine. Mm hmm. Like it, the cutscenes, you know, look good. Sure. Um, I didn't have any problem with cutscenes. Just open areas look like barf, like because there's an open world. But see what I mean? I just wanted to show off my. Yeah. You know, I've yeah. got I've got like the, the I got like a more it's Clone Wars era. He looks more like a Jedi of that era, which is I feel like appropriate because he's a survivor of Order sixty six. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this one arm guy is pretty cool. He is cool. He's like Sephiroth, like Sephiroth with uh, one arm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So as it turns out, he's an antagonist. But one of the things I don't, I think the thing I just really want to discuss was I've started playing Fallen Order twice. This game looks like the same game, but somehow it's just way better than Fallen Order. So boring. Like I just I could can't get into it. I always drop off at the same spot. There's something about this game that feels a little more Elden Ring, a little more Metroidvania. Um. Then the fighting, I guess it's all the variety with the fighting. As you can see, I've opted for the Darth Maul double saber, which is awesome. And then I just use single saber. I'm going full like hipster. I'm going full like traditional Clone Wars, like double saberings, a crutch. Hmm. And like dual wielding is a crutch and using a blaster. That's uncivilized. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not playing a Jedi that uses a blaster. Yeah. Oh, I so am by the way. Just I know record, a lot of you, you're my rogue, favorite. A lot of you people who mode. wish you could play a smuggler or a rogue are going to want the blaster. But <laughs> serious so Jedi cool. rock a single saber. Hmm. So I'm mainly playing single saber, but I bring out the Darth Maul double saber. Uh, what I really need to spam. It's really good for spamming damage. Uh, because it's so wild. Yeah. And the other, the other thing that's impressive about all the fights is they have cutscenes in the middle of the fights like you just saw there. Like this game this game is like a 10. Like it's if it weren't for the graphical issues, this game is like rock solidly good. I just finished a section because they have this game has set pieces that involves well, I'm sure it's not a spoiler at this point that one of the cast of characters is the Night Sister. Mm. Right. Yeah, oh, that's right. fine. That's in the first. Yeah. Game. yeah that's so the best so character, you, by the way. Yeah. yeah so in this game, so I never really played her in the first one or don't know anything about her, but you know, in this one, you're working together on these missions and she gives you some help with her powers. If, 
it struck me really i never played the titanfall games but it struck me as the most titanfall ass thing ever because literally i'm it was like five minutes of pure wall running Mm. like it wasn't just a wall run here it was like wall run wall run wall run jump through portal teleport wall run there was no floor anywhere for like five solid minutes it was like it was awesome it was like one of the coolest things i've ever done uh set piece wise in a video game I, I, you know, and I know that like Fallen Order has pretty, pretty good set pieces, but this was like, this was worth it. Like, you know, when someone tells you there's something awesome in, in a game and it's worth playing to a certain point, uh, this game has that, man. This game is just absolutely stellar. So I highly recommend it. Anyways, if don't fall off for this one, I, if you're getting bored, John, just kill, just stop Fallen Order, just play. Uh, the, <laughs> no, I no, I am really seriously. excited. Even if I get bored with Fallen Order, it's I'm going like, to this. Seriously, I'm so like very excited to play it. Dagon's pretty cool, but like actually, there's a bar instead of a ship. There's um there's Pylune Saloon that you get to populate, and all I gotta say is Turgle is like one of the great. One I've of the greats. Yeah. One of the NPC greats. Have you met Turgle yet, Scott? <laughs> no, I have not met Turgle yet. I've seen images of Turgle on the internet. I, I live I for Turgle. I saw you talking to him on a stream at one point. But, yeah, I yeah. live for Turgle. I'm not going to spoil it other than his name might give a hint about what he's like, but Turgle's, <laughs> uh, Turgle is just lovely, a wonderful NPC. Oh, one-armed Sephiroth gets away temporarily, probably. Yeah, there's no spoilers here. There's still lots of games. Like, that's the other thing, too, is like I feel like I've done a lot in this game, Yeah, but it still feels like there's a ton left to do. So I, I was very much engaged and piqued by this game in a way that Fallen Order didn't get me. Mm. Uh, this game, it's good. It, this is like... And I think Respawn's going to fix the graphical issues in short order compared to the other ones. This game yeah. is rock solid. Yeah, they're not known for letting problems stick around very long. So well, it sounds like it's worth it. the effort on on this. Not to say that they should just completely abandon Redfall, but like it's it sounds like there's something here behind the technical issues. So maybe getting to that point is important. I swear that like this the wall running level. Um, yeah, you know what? Warframe, some sunstroke, and there's like Warframe. Warframe is all about wall running and being a ninja. But like mm-hmm. this was a level like that, but it was in the Star Wars context. Yeah. And it's you as a Jedi and then a night sister. So the lightsabers come into play and all, all that stuff. It was just like, I was like, whoa. You're right about the like, Titanfall comparison. There's a lot of moments in this game so far, and I'm not near as far as you, but I just get this feeling that oh, a Titanfall devs are like, I'm going to put this in because I love doing that in Titanfall too. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> sticking great crap like Jedi that fantasy in this one too. Like, cause, um, I think it's just small stuff. So, you know, how you can pull people in and hit them with a sword. Yeah. Most people you pull in are going to shoot you. Like, they're not just going to let you pull you in and whack them unless it's like a jobber, like a storm. It's just like a vanilla stormtrooper. Like, a jobber? Like in bo- in, in <laughs> yeah. boss fights, yeah. In boss fights, you can pull people, right? And they, they struggle like the like Bandalorian style bounty hunters. You pull them, and then, you know, you know that epic moment in a movie where like they're being pulled and they get out their blasters and shoot you? Yeah. So, what you can do is you can deflect while pulling, deflect. Like, if you don't deflect, you get hit, you fall down, the thing is ruined. But you, if you time the deflect while you're pulling, then you get a successful pull. Then you get to do your move. Like, like it's really nuanced, like, fighting stuff like that that's, like, Elden Ring-ish. And I know the first one, I don't know to what extent it had, but this one really has. And I think also it's the fact that Fallen Order, you build up. Probably you don't have a lot of powers to start with. 
but in this one you kind of start with like a lot of different options so right away when you're doing boss fights and stuff you get to live out like a pretty awesome jedi fantasy or just pushing stormtroopers off cliffs like if there's ever a bastard stormtrooper i'm just like oh off the cliff with yeah you. get out of here <laughs> yeah. and it's like really easy to do like the force powers are awesome I, i'm really liking this game like i i i really wanted to actually give it a lot of props because um i don't want people to skip out on it because of the bad press because i think it's sending the wrong message this is like definitely better than fallen order and and a really good video game awesome and i see you're doing keyboard and mouse uh to our yeah, keyboard mouse baby even That's though the great. game the game at the very beginning goes we highly recommend a controller for this experience and i thought no, not not both not everyone's not everyone's playing it's a jedi master. no see one single-handed uh, <laughs> oh, lightsaber yeah. keyboard mouse you're a true jedi the truest of Jedi. Yep. Hey, and look, I'm only going to be fighting with a single-bladed lightsaber, too. I'm just not afraid to pull out a blaster and take a shot when need be. So uncivilized. Which, neither was so Luke uncivilized. Skywalker, by the way. No. No. So, but so uncivilized, Obi-Wan would shake his head. <laughs> yeah, Although somebody it, pointed yeah. out to me the fact that uh, Luke doesn't... I don't know if this is true. I might just be repeating a false fact, but somebody told me on the internet which is known for being accurate all the time. All the time. That despite the fact that he pulls out his blaster like a hundred times in Empire Strikes Back, Luke never fires it once. Yeah, it's true. Is that true? Yeah, never fires it. When he does, uh, I'm trying to think of the part where he's he, like a kid that just waves it around because he's just <laughs> shaking the gun in the air through the whole thing. I'm, I'm trying to think. I think when it did... might be true. I He definitely shoots a gun in A New Hope. Oh yeah, the I don't think he does. has a gun at all in Return of the Jedi, but right, I I think, but he's wagging his gun at everybody in Empire Strikes Back. I don't think he ever shoots. Yeah, I don't think he shoots anybody in that movie. Now I want to go see and confirm. He it. definitely doesn't shoot anybody. I don't think he even shoots at any. He doesn't fire the gun. I don't think. Yeah, he just or, waves it. Or if he does, he aims it nowhere near anyone. Uh, all right, Bo. Anything else uh, you played? I tried hardcore World of Warcraft. What? Yeah, I got some video <laughs> links in there. Yep, I I subbed to World of Warcraft. I have an active World of Warcraft sub. What? And yeah, well, <laughs> a lot happens in the week. We don't we don't talk. On. Yeah, I guess we <laughs> so, don't. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I've I've been uh, kind of watching on um on YouTube a lot are these hardcore WoW deaths. It's this whole thing, you know. It has been fun to watch those. I've so, watched yeah, and so if you look, even with the gameplay you're showing on the left, that's all the people that have died on the server. And it's like that's just from, like, the last five minutes. You get a little thing. So people, it's a classic WoW server. Uh, people are playing a Blood Sail Buccaneers. You all play on a dedicated server. Blizzard devs are aware of this. And you install a add-on. And um, it enforces some rules, like you can't trade on the auction house, you can't party in groups unless it's declared. Like there's a whole pile of rules. Uh, you can only do a dungeon once. You can't like farm dungeons. And um, and you play regular ass WoW, but it's hardcore. So if you die, you delete, and like they won't put you in their hall of fame and shit. That's what the add-on does. Right. So it won't it won't count as a valid run. Um, and there's a part of the add-on that'll tell you if you're still valid or not. And if you're not, you can appeal uh, on the Discord and stuff. This thing's really picked up popularity in the past few weeks, maybe months. Yeah, I heard I've had this. people drop in on my stream be like, are you playing Hardcore WoW? It's like, it's kind of the it thing to do. And a lot of streamers are, a lot of the top streamers are getting in on it. And there's a lot of hilarity. Like, there's griefing. There's 
all kinds of stuff going on. But what is fun is watching people, you know, who've played for two days lose their character because, you know, they jumped off a cliff that was too high oh, or shit. something. I didn't even think about that. Just the accidental, like, geometry. Yeah, and I have a good I saw clip. The, I saw the one video of the guy who he was, like, high level, had, like, raid gear, and he accidentally, while he was trying to heal himself, clicked a dark rune, which traded his health for mana, but he was at low health, and he killed himself. And he was like <laughs> he was like a max level character. Oh, he's doing shit. very well, and he literally killed himself yeah, just gotta, not gotta thinking delete. while fighting. Yeah. Gotta delete. And yeah, they're they're farming the clips. So like if you die, send it to us, because you know, people are like watching it. It's a real there's a real sort of community thing coming out of this. I don't know how long it's gonna last, but I thought surely I need to see what's going on here. Because I've been enjoying these clips. So the the site though, or sorry, the 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 server is a hardcore server, right? It's no, a- it's an RP server. It's actually PvP off, although you can still enable PvP on those servers but no no it's a it's it's rumored that wow is working on a hardcore mode for classic but who knows okay so we did talk about that a little while back that there's some coding hints that yeah but nothing official is out this is unofficial community run but there's a server blood sale buccaneers is the server in na there's a different one in eu yeah um where and like uh gms have been out like people who do really mess with the gameplay on these servers, the GMs have been out banning people and actioning the disruptors. Uh, so like Blizzard is aware that this is like the hardcore server, even if it's unofficial. So, so when and, like, you I die, a lot of popularity, like all, all the big wow streamers are getting in on it, like slowly, but surely people are trickling in to take the challenge of getting to 60 without dying. Yeah. I could see that. And but, wow but, is way more lethal than you, than you think. It oh, was. No, yeah. <laughs> like, it's actually super, S- like, especially, yeah, you're playing old school. Wow. Too, which is all way more lethal. Yeah, so especially classic. Wow. So, so let me, let me understand um, this though. When, the, when you die, a hardcore character, you just have the add on tell you, you're not really dead. Yeah. Just, the add, the add on tra- is tracking your every movement. So the add on will say, you know, this is not a valid run. We won't add you to our leaderboards oh, gotcha. or anything. Like, okay. And you know, uh, Honestly, people are kind of doing it for for the meme. Like it's kind of, it's hilarious watching people die. Like like it's kind of like Schadenfreude a little bit. Like we're just like, or Schadenfreude, 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 whatever it is, Freude. Whatever but you know, watching people, other people's misery. There's a bit of like fun and being like, oh man, <laughs> that that guy died. That sucks. So have you died yet? In this thing? Not yet, but I've only played to like level five. I've just been trying it out. Here's my initial impressions. Old school WoW, a little on the boring side, yeah. I gotta say. <laughs> yeah. This is why I have a problem with Classic. I can't play Classic. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe this isn't going to be as a fun of the thing as I thought it was. I wish I liked it. Maybe just watching the videos is fun, but I don't I don't know if I'm actually going to have the patience yeah. to play super carefully in addition to just, you know, killing boars or furl bogs or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, but um, I like I like hardcore modes. I may just save it for Diablo 4. Um, but I've certainly been getting a lot of enjoyment watching all the fail videos coming out of this, and it kind of peaked do, my interest. Does anyone, so. like, do run dungeons together and, like, die in those and all that? Or Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, you can run dungeons, but you only run them once. Okay. And you can run them with strangers, but you only get, like, one shot at each dungeon. Oh, Oh, and like there are other achievements you can go for too. Like one of them is get to level sixty without taking a single point of damage. Wow! 
Like there's different kind of run types you can do in the add-on. There's like 50 of them. There's all sorts of stuff like that. But yeah, no, there are def- there's a ton of fail compilation videos going out now because this is becoming a thing and they're hilarious to watch. <laughs> and there's even one, I've got one linked here below. It's from Summit Stream. I put it in our Discord, but I don't know if you saw it yet. Sometimes no, I you missed see that. Things. Yeah, I missed you it. should watch this one. Okay. <laughs> um, I it's don't... short. It's like 30 seconds, but... Basically, what you can do is you can go on the opposite faction and dress up as an NPC, and people might accidentally click you enabling PvP, and then you get out and gank someone. And it's hardcore, so they have to end their run. Like, it's griefing, but it's it's low-level griefing, and it's kind of hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm very curious about this, not from a player standpoint. I do not want to play this. This sounds awful. So, yeah, watch. Um, that guy, that troll there, that's a yeah. player. And oh, so, okay. And then now another dwarf there just hit him and see a bunch. Another dwarf came out. And they're going to gank. Him. Oh, he's gonna <laughs> die. Oh, how much That's time they, they take? It's like level five. It's like you know it's an hour of gameplay, like whatever. But see now, one of them's gonna re stealth, and the other one's gonna dance and look like there's in in um in the dwarf area in the the valley. There is a troll cave, so all the NPCs look like trolls. <laughs> And so these two players have dressed up as the NPCs and are just like baiting players into losing their hardcore characters. Because that's what I, you know, it's not just, anyways, WoW has always long been known for its griefing and bullshit. And this is actually kind of okay. hilarious. I'm going to relaunch, I'm relaunching, and I'd like to make an announcement. I'm relaunching the instance and it will only cover this shit. That's how this is going to go. <laughs> that's so great, dude. I love that. Yeah. I love that you're hardcore. Wa- See, I think the thing is hardcore WoW clips are great because when they, people die, like they're like, they're kind of shattered. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's kind of, like they've been playing for five days and they got to level 50 and they either did something boneheaded. They just got bad luck. Yeah. Um, there's a way to grief too, where you can have an enemy's AOE even break stealth and stuff like classic. Wow. not perfect. You got to be on guard for a lot of bullshit. There's just some kind of, I don't know. I, I think maybe I just got more enthused yeah. because I liked watching the clips than I will play, but I gave it a try, and I'm here to report. Killing boards isn't that much fun in 2023. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's not. I don't I gotta like. Say. I don't like classic, but this is very entertaining. That's really yeah. great. Uh, all right, very nice. And a little more tales, heroes, some other stuff there. Yeah, but play yeah. heroes of the storm. We play some more tales. Not much news to say though. All right, very nice. We're gonna That's take a break. Week. When we come back from this break. We're going to spend more time with you folks, and we're going to try to we're going to try to be fast about it because I feel like Bo's getting sicker by the second, and I don't want you to die tonight. I want you to feel. Yeah, well. I'm starting to starting to hit my wall here, yeah. guys. Yeah, sorry, I've got that uh, that you can tell. I just want I to got bring a you cold, and I was good at the beginning of the show, but I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm hitting. If I was look, if I was over there, or if I if my wife was, she'd be bringing you some tom yum soup. She'd be feeding you. She'd be. Make sure your pillow's nice and fluffy. You're that mom? Yeah. Kid would make me soup by now. Yeah. <laughs> <you're doing>? <laughs> <laughs> Kick it up a notch. Kick it up a notch, mom. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a second. Uh, stay tuned, everyone. All right. Oh, my gosh, Bo. You're getting sick. Man. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm going to feel, feel bad for you. This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working-class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham. 
premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. And we've returned. Welcome back, everybody. It's time to dive right into a Dear Martha segment where uh, John uh, takes an old magazine and we talk about it as if it was letters to home from the war front in the 1800s. Uh, John, let's take it away. Anything special here or just go? Nope, just go. You got the images ready? I do. Uh, Let's do it. Let's dive in. My dearest Martha, today we are taking a look at a magazine from June of 2003. The fifth issue of the Gamer, or GMR, as it's written, but this was an era of dropping vowels from anything you named, so it's just GMR, which would make you mirth, just as an interesting aside. Anyway, we have some (laughs) night elves on the cover here, so it must be time to talk about World of Warcraft, which would end up releasing a year and five months after this issue. So get ready for some early impressions as we dive into it. Now, right out of the gate, page two and three of this magazine hits us with a tramp stamp and side boot in an ad for a car game called SRS, which stands for Street Racing Syndicate. So between WoW looming in the horizon and surprise side boob, I think we all know the era of gaming we're dealing with. Yes? Now, every week, we call this a magazine review. And to be honest, I rarely actually talk about the magazine itself. But here I feel compelled to. As much fun as I may poke at the GMR gamer name, I genuinely love the design. I never had a subscription to this magazine, but I remember this cover to this magazine... And all their covers are striking compared to a lot of the more generic stuff that was coming out at the time. The entire layout and the use of color is really solid throughout, too. Some magazines can be a chore to go back through, but Gamer is actually designed in a way that, even this many years later, I think is great. I do always think it's interesting to see what games were being reviewed in magazines. So, I'll say that this month, Isle 2 Sturmovic... Forgotten Battles got the highest score with a 9 out of 10, which honestly bugs me just a little bit because I'm not into World War II airplane games, and apparently this game was very popular, and it was all anybody ever wanted to talk about was how great this game was, but it was definitely not for me, but oh, look, it's Isle 2 Sturmovic again. Here's more of it. I I certainly prefer a few other games that didn't do quite so well that were also reviewed in this issue. Burnout 2, Midnight Club 2, Castlevania Aria of Sorrow, just to name a few. Where we will agree, though, is that the worst-reviewed game was Masters of Orion 3, which got a 1 out of 10, and possibly the funniest tagline of a review I've seen in a long while, which is, yes, that is a screenshot, as the review highlights an image of nothing, blackness with a ui under it (laughs) now martha i did play this game back in the day and i can confirm it was terrible maybe worse than redfall anyway this week's ad is not the side boob ad although that was a top contender instead it's for planet side yeah that's just for the sake of anyone who might hear my words and feel a pang of nostalgia for good old planet side until we do this dance again, I remain yours in time. S. Beckett Oakley. Oh, man. Whoops. Hold on. My music. Oh, man. 
planet side. Just hearing box. it made planet pop. side. Oh, yeah. thank you, John. It made you tingle, <laughs> didn't it? It had a little tingle. Like a I little... didn't know Bo wasn't going to be feeling well, but now I feel even better for including something just for him. I agree. Yeah, I'm, I had that box. I loved that box so much. I was like, oh, my planet side box. Yeah. Yeah. Planet yeah. side, man. Love, love this game. Great era. So good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. PS. Good stuff. I'm trying to get it on a private server. Uh, well, good luck on that. I would love to hear about that too. Do a hardcore. They, do they have a hardcore mo- mode on the private servers for Planet Side One? No, I mean you die all the time in that game. It would be silly. <laughs> not go well. No, it would not. And, uh, um, Ma- it's, Masters of Orion Three is such a sad one because Two is so good. Two is I amazing. Yeah. Two so much. Yeah, what a bummer. Like I'm looking at this this score. It does. It feels like we're talking about Redfall again, but back then this was it. This would game. you rather play Masters of Orion Three or Redfall? Oh, probably Redfall. Masters Red of Ryan 3 is really bad. Yeah. Guys. Which says, you know, so there, we said a little something positive about Redfall today. <laughs> yeah, it's better than Masters of Orion 3. Ding. Nailed it. All right. Time for uh, uh, this. Here is a discussion, brief discussion of other things that what happened this week, news-wise. Phil Spencer, we talked about a little bit at the top of the show, got a little bit candid about Redfall, being in third place, Microsoft strategy, uh, all that kind of stuff on the Kind of Funny podcast, which has had, had nice uh, production value, I have to say. They did a good job on there. Anyway, uh, here's a few takeaways, and we want to thank uh, Metter, I guess is how you'd say his name, on Discord for this wonderful summary. Phil says Xbox is not the business of consoling or out consoling Sony or Microsoft or sorry, Sony or Nintendo. And he acknowledges that they are in third place in the console market. He says, quote, there is a great win. uh, Sorry, there isn't a great win or solution for us, unquote. Interesting thing to say. He also rejects the argument he hears from people that if Xbox releases great games, then things would turn around for them and Xbox could catch up in the console market. He says it's just not true. Um, I, I this is the one I push back a little bit on yeah. just a quick note on this note. Yeah. I think the full statement is true. Like it's not an instant turnaround. But I do think that at the end of the day Nintendo has continued to sell consoles on the back of great games. Yeah. Sony has continued to sell consoles on the back of great games. Microsoft I I love the Xbox Series X, I do. I think it's a good console, but yeah. doesn't have the great games to recommend it. It has a great service to recommend. And if they change that to where you could sell both the service and the great games, I think it would move more consoles. I agree. So they I, had a, I kind of disagree with them. They had a really good, uh, last year was a really good holiday for them. Um, and they made some ground up during that time. And I think that they could, I, I agree with you. I think it's a weird thing to say. It's just not true that great games would get us there. Great games is everything. That's everything. It, it, whether it's your service, you pay for, you know, 15 bucks for per month or one time off games you buy once every three months, whatever the method is, great games are all that matter. That that's a useless service. If all the games suck, I'm not saying they do, they don't, but if, if game pass doesn't have those big ones in there along with all the great little indies and other little third party ones they bring in there and stuff, then that's way less interesting to people because great games is where that's all they care about. So it's a weird thing for him to say. Anyway, then also said uh, the Xbox lost the worst possible generation 
they could have lost, which was the Xbox One PS4 generation. I agree with this statement because that was the time when people really began building their digital libraries, and now they can take those libraries to new generation of consoles as well as continue playing live service games like Fortnite. He's right, but Sony is notoriously bad at that, <laughs> at, at letting you go from one generation to the other one seamlessly, whereas Microsoft would have been really good at that because they, they're big believers in backwards compatibility. Had they been smarter about the entire run of the one and the launch of Xbox one, they could have owned it, man. He's right. They could have, because yeah. it is true. When, when I loaded up the series X and I was like, Oh my gosh, look, it's got all my previous purchases. Thought number two in my head was, boy, I wish I had owned more stuff on the Xbox one. Yeah. I didn't own hardly anything. Yeah. And so it was a bunch of 360 stuff, which granted I had plenty of, um, but because I I was strictly PS4 that generation. Yeah, um, they just squandered the 360 speed. You know, they were doing great. That's a real bummer. Xbox One's a real dark mark for them. Uh, Phil adds, I see a lot of pundits out there who uh, kind of, to, or, or, sorry, they're that kind of want to go back to the time where we had cartridges and discs and every new generation was a clean slate. And you could just switch the whole console share. That's not the world we're living in today. Uh, there's no world where Starfield is an 11 out of 10 and people start selling their PS5s as a result. He's right about that, I think. That's true, but there is a world where Starfield is an 11 out of 10 and Starfield 2 is announced for the next Xbox and people use that as a metric to help decide that the next Xbox is the console yeah. they get. Yeah, look at God of War, the 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 rethinking of God of War not really God of War 1, but God of War, the reimagining, the PS4 God of War, and that, and how that guaranteed the massive success of any follow-up or sequel. That's what you're looking for, right? You had yeah, it with the Halo I, games. You know what this feels like. Again, know? I don't disagree with what he's saying, but I do somewhat disagree with the conclusion he's drawing. Because when it came time to decide this console generation, which console I was going to get... While I ended up deciding the Xbox, mostly for family reasons, um, one of the biggest pushes to the PS5 was the fact that, like, well, I'm going to want to play that follow-up to God of War. I'm going to want to play Final Fantasy. Maybe that, and this is where, there is an element of, and this is what he's getting at, I've bought all these games on the PS4, so that was there as a bonus, too. But, um... You know, you sell the games in the future based on what, you know, where the good games are. Yeah. Microsoft does not have a library of great games that are Microsoft exclusive. Halo used to be the one that you would go to, and even Halo has been a bit lackluster lately. Yeah. So I, I don't think, I think in the position they're in now, yeah, I understand what he's saying. But in the position that they should be in, I don't think this is true. Yeah, I agree. Uh, final thing he said, Phil ends the conversation by saying there's no way for Xbox to win by trying to be the, quote, green version of what the blue guys do, unquote. It's an interesting way of saying that. He said that they have to take a new path, which is why they are pushing things like Game Pass and xCloud so heavily. Um, I They can do it. Like the games as a service can be the thing you pin your, 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 uh, your future on. You just have to really nail it. So nail it, all right? Redfall is... And they uh, are nailing it on Game Pass, but you also have to 
have to establish yourself as a good studio. Yeah, you need or the a studios. Good developer that that's going to right when you inquire a AAA t- a studio like like Arcane through Bethesda or however you got it, but you now own Arcane. That's a prestige, high level acquisition, and having them shovel out the garbage they just shoveled out is really a bad look for acquisitions. Like, there's no way this helps them in their UK problem. By the way, no way. Like, there's no way that they can then go. You can't point to the Redfall launch and go, well, look what we've done here. We We can't help ourselves. We're doomed to fail if we can't buy a studio. Yeah, it's really bad look. Uh, All right. Big thanks to, again, Metner for that. We appreciate it. Uh, Blizzard patented a method of using AI to create game art. I don't like this, but uh, I haven't looked at all the details, so maybe there's more to it. Basically, it works like this. There are tools that they're patenting where artists at Blizzard will be the ones who are doing basic, not just prompts, not just like entering text and saying, draw me a thing, but like feeding it their work, concept work, and then the AI pooping out big, finished, polished stuff that they can go tweak and stuff, but that's the idea. Um, I don't know how that pans out. It makes me nervous. I don't, I don't like stuff like well, this. The, um, I have an interesting angle to add to that because I did sign up for one of these AI services called Leonardo.ai. Yeah. Which is AI to make game assets. Yeah. Um, so that's the website, Leonardo.ai. I did get an email saying I was in, but I just have, I haven't been on the development side of things that much. But, you know... Think about Diablo and the hordes of monsters that they custom have to handcraft. I am not opposed to the idea that they might make even more variety with time-saving tools that AI can help produce. Mm-hmm. You know, like good way if the end it. result is tasty, good. You know, give us more monsters to kill, more variety, stuff like that. Like maybe they hand draw a template of a goblin fighter but the ai can give us a bowman and a scrapper and a bomb thrower and you know whatever it kind of they can kind of use to i don't know just get more out of it i, I feel like there there are applications where this stuff's kind of interesting anyways so i agree you know. i agree i've used the example before I, of uh making an rpg a computer rpg needing a whole bunch of faces to choose from for your characters uh like portraits in a game like baldur's gate one or two that used to be a ton of time sink and money. And now a very small developer can say, I just need 20 of these faces go and it makes them or even does it in real time for the player. I think though, that's like a boon for the industry. I just don't want to see artists on the street, you know? Right. It is a tool. It's not inherently good. It's not inherently bad. It's what blizzard chooses to do with it. So if this, is a way for artists to put themselves out of work by feeding a machine and then Blizzard go, oh, I don't, we don't need you anymore. The machine does it. That's bad. Obviously, that's bad. It, there's no guarantee that that's the way it would go. There's nope. no guarantee that that isn't. Um, but if this is a way that they can you know, divert resources, let those artists focus on different things, more important things, not get caught in minutia that maybe they would rather not be caught up in, then it's a it's being used for good. Uh, I think it's really hard to say because these tools haven't existed and what companies will do with them has yet to be proven. So I think I'm kind of, you know, middle of the road, but I'm skeptical like you, Scott, where I don't want to see artists lose jobs over this. But at the same time, there's certainly a lot of things that you look at in video gaming 
where it's like little nitpicks, little things that could be broadened out and made better um, that, you know, it's a resources thing that this could help with. And if they're doing that, great. Also, Blizzard should probably pay more because in general, they are one of the lowest paying video game companies out there. So uh, if a if they are paying artists uh, less for the prestige of working at Blizzard to put themselves out of job, that's pretty bad. And they probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think both. I hadn't considered the Diablo uh, application of like that's going to be a game as a service kind of moving forward. Like they want a long tail on that. And one way you do that is introduce a bunch of new content. What better way to do that than say, have an artist whip up a quick sketch of a weird new creature, put that demon into the thing. And now it's pooping out hundreds of variations on that. And they're just in the game by tomorrow. Potentially like that's yeah, really even, cool. Like even monsters, but even something as benign as uh, you're playing GTA and, it's always the same dumpster everyone uses. What if you're like, can I have 15 variations of dumpsters? You know, like, sure. Yeah. That's probably not a super fulfilling job even for an artist to do. I'm sure they're happy to work, but you know, maybe get the artists to work on the cooler shit mm-hmm. and, you know, just give me dumpsters and p- pieces of environment, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I don't know what it's like to be an artist who does those things. I can't imagine it's very fulfilling working on, Dumpsters. You know, 3D <laughs> models of dumpsters and trash cans and, you know, environmental. Some stuff's probably fun to work on. Some stuff's probably just like, you know, once you've done 10 different dumpsters, do you really want to work on another dumpster? Right. Yeah, I don't know. You know, something like that. That's, yeah. that's sort of where my head mind goes to. It's like there's probably a lot of laborious stuff that isn't very fulfilling that games require. Mm-hmm. As we think of art, you think of, oh, Thrall looks badass, but you don't think of, you know, is is his toilet or something well i don't know <laughs> by the way speaking of toilets jedi survivor um i think has the first star wars toilet oh oh look what? at that really canon there's a bathroom huh. there's a bathroom it looks kind of comfy i mean it's in a dingy saloon so it looks dirty yeah. it has two bowls um yeah, it's definitely it's Star it's Star Wars looking toilet. Why has it got two bowls? Hold on, is it like an alien that has? Two- you, you don't really use it. Uh, you do. You can do a force pull and get a treasure out of it, which is how you interact with it. But apart oh. from that, oh, but there's oh. a Star Wars toilet in there. According and, to oh, um, here it is. Uh, Kotaku's got a picture of it. I'll put it up. Uh, they say that this is okay. Star Wars Jedi Survivor might include the first canonical toilet in a Star Wars game. But, I don't know. Chat's pushing back. They're saying Mandalorian has the first toilet in Star Wars. Well, Star Wars, but in a game. So this is saying game, but in Star Wars, oh, all okay. over. Yeah. But see how it has two bowls? Yeah, it's weird. And it's kind of upright. Like, how do you sit in that? I don't know, dude. I ain't using that thing. Forget it. It's nice to know the future. It's got all kinds of dumb shit written on the wall, and there's poo on the floor. That's great. Uh, that's not the future that's in the past a long long time ago in a galaxy far away what am i saying uh all right nicely done um but anyways no one wants to make like another port like a traditional toilet if you've done a few toilets like every game has a bathroom yeah you know maybe a computer can make the toilet like that seems fine i agree final fantasy 17 16 sorry let's not get ahead of ourselves final fantasy 16 has been banned in saudi arabia that's just the thing i wanted to say for john because he likes those games. Yeah, I, good. Don't give it to him. <laughs> Don't give it to him. 
they got problems over there. The government, we mean. We don't want the players to suffer. All right, but the Let Saudi spend government. the time they'd be playing Final Fantasy 16, uh, figuring out a way to uh, more accepting of the content within Final Fantasy. Yeah, that would be great. I think that's why they're banning it, though. It's it's all about. Like, it is the rumor is that it's uh, it's because there's some uh, stuff that they deem inappropriate yeah. in there in, over in that country. Which you know, hey, I don't. I'm not in charge of Saudi Arabia, but you know, over here it's fine and. It always used to bug me as a kid when, like, I found out Nintendo games got changed when they came to America. Yeah. You know, I was like, why? Don't change it. Just give me the game. I just want the game. Yep. Give me the game. So, I actually, I don't like changing games to other people's sensibilities. Um, I kind of say, like, make what you want to make, what represents you, and let people accept it or be mad about it or whatever. Let them feel how they're going to feel. and, and judge it on its own merits. Yeah. Kind of how I feel. Yeah. Like all, I feel that way about all content, books. I don't care. Whatever. Art. It's just freaking don't ban shit. Banning shit is bad. Don't be doing that. All right. Let's move on. Uh, I, you know what? I guess I'm saying ban the banners. That is what I'm saying. You know, no banners anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> no one will know where the event's taking place. Yeah. But think of all the ad, pop-up ads we'd get rid of, you know, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, that's it. This Discord thing's not worth talking about yet. Basically, pr- pretty soon, pretty soon, you're going to be changing your Discord name to something permanent and public. Uh, not public, but unique. So right now, it's my name is Frog Pants hashtag and a number. Um, John's is John underscore or whatever yours is. I don't know. It's, but oh, it's, it's just a, John Jagger. Yeah, but it's got a number on there, and the reason they do that is the way that like ba- uh, BattleNet works, where there can be many GURPS. Uh, there can be many Scott Johnsons. There can be many John Jaggers, but that hashtag is what makes you unique. And it doesn't show up in when you're typing things, but it's there. And they're changing that. And I have a theory about it, but it's all a little too early to say. But I think what they're going to do is we're all going to lock in on whatever our final name is going to be. And then it will be like a Twitter name or something else where it's kind of a permanent, permanent name, easier to share with people and say, oh, I'm, I'm such and such on Discord. They find you very quickly. And I think it might mean that they maybe have uh, some sort of public hose Twittery. Oh, tinfoil hat. Let's get it yeah. out. T- yeah, time to put it on yourself there, Scott. Yeah, let me pull this one up. It's not a bad prediction, though. I never thought of that because it was like, oh, yeah, they're going this route. Yeah. But I didn't really like currently the like, why would you search it except just to be able to DM somebody? Like, obviously, that would be harassing for people who maybe are public but don't need everyone on their friend list on Discord kind of thing. Right. right. You know what I mean? Right. But if it's like a, you, it seems to me you're suggesting a Twitter alternative. That's what it sounds like, like to me. Like, like they'll have Discord, the app, but then also they ha- they're working on the tech. I mean, how, how hard can it be? They do it in a weekend. They do it in a weekend because that's all it's any mean. programming techs is. No, I'm not doing it in a weekend. But you know, it, they, they yeah, they why not? Discord's already well used, and maybe that's the kind of revenue stream and attention discord would appreciate yeah um just make a tub you'd have a public tab of some sort and on there you'd have replies and posts and whatever there's so many people on there so then you could just log in you could have a web base you'd have your you have your twitter what would you call it your vent app your ventrilo ventrilo app yeah like discord ventrilo and then discord twitter or whatever like you could just you could yeah you could break them out i'm guessing they'll have it all integrated but 
uh, it could be but something like this something that's public that's like yeah. here are my posts yep. and links and videos and this is the funny thing this is where i don't feel bad for elon musk this isn't that but it is kind of hilarious because I definitely don't everything does have a set like this i even broke down and bought discord nitro i did oh too. wanted gosh. to upload what did you want to do I needed to upload. You can't only upload certain amount of file size, and I've been uploading large things. And Scott's like, I'm too lazy to figure out how to coordinate Dropbox. <laughs> it's like, but I'm just like, whatever. Let me pay the ten bucks and get it onto Discord. Let's I go. did the same thing. I I like I like Nitro. It's only nine bucks. It's not bad. And well, I gotta say, it does fun things. It makes your Discord colorful, yeah. which is. Uh, in a, it, it's it's better than it sounds. It actually kind of makes it rainbowy. It gives you nice color options. Yeah. Um, you can put an animated background and an animated profile avatar. There's lots of little things, and it made me realize I'm like, they're just going about Twitter Blue all wrong. Like, I think they could probably actually make a sub fee for Twitter and just sell people on it the right way instead of how they're going about it. No, hundred percent. There's things that you would find valuable about it. Like Twitter it's mismanaged. Like the problem, it's I really, it sort of clicked me. Like the problem with Twitter is not that they're charging. Like YouTube, I pay YouTube. Yeah. I pay for Discord now. I'm like, what am I not paying for their service as an internet terminally online person? <laughs> I'm like, why wouldn't I pay for Twitter? It's because you pay for things that give you value. There's nothing about Twitter Blue and yeah, its features yeah. that is valuable to me. Now I'm not saying nobody. He's going to like some people love the 5,000 or 10,000 character limit they get, which is a nightmare. They love a bunch of things about it. I can't find one thing on that list I care about, and that includes no, it's negative value because you people are going to be like, oh, check mark. Like, literally, under every check mark post, people just spam, like, yeah, you know, it's a this it's guy a, paid for Twitter blue, or something. Like, it's, it's a, a whole political letter. issue. Yeah, it's a scarlet like, letter. Like, it sucks. It just goes to show you, like, ego and selfishness can ruin ruin something because it really is like his private reddit uh, you know so like please discord make a twitter alternative i will i'll go there and i'll pay the sub fee. yeah and i'll pay the sub fee i already am i don't even have it yet and i'm paying for it i just, so. I was laughing because i'm like you know I'm, I'm like it's like how did he mess twitter up so bad where i can like pay for youtube and pay for discord and you know i don't love it but i'm okay like i'm getting value like john said and twitter is it just seems like I, I, it just seems so bad. You yeah. Know? And don't send us emails going, no, it's all part of the plan, man. And there's going to be this dip in the middle where everyone thinks it's wrong, but really it's 4D chess and we're going to come out the oh. other side as a bunch of brilliant monkeys or whatever. Uh, Twitter is, un- is uncool. Like it, Twitter is, is, has been made uncool. Like you could argue either way before, but certainly after the purchase, it has become an uncool thing that we're still connected to because we don't have a better place to go. Although Blue Sky, I guess you're saying is kind of okay. pretty good. Yeah, it reminds me of Twitter 2010ish is the era. Mm. It reminds me of, and I mm. and I like that if era. You're not Discord. Blue Sky is going to eat your lunch. I don't know. Yeah, like I don't know that I need to be in a place where journalists and politicos are. Like I, I think, like I have. That's the other thing is like I see so much irrelevant to my interest. Mm-hmm. Like obviously the people I follow, I'm interested in, but like. Some of them retweet a lot of political shit or whatever. Yeah. I'm not in, like, you yeah. know, I'm sick of all that. Over there on Blue Sky, it's just yeah. kind of a weird, wild west chaos at the moment, and it's very entertaining to watch. I'm sure that mm-hmm. if it got big enough, it would have a lot of the same problems something like Twitter does. Some of it is just the people. If, if it's a place where everyone is, then, you know, the most 
broken people. Yeah. Like, I believe that the actual moderate people barely post online, even though they're online a lot. I think it's all the people with personality disorders that, like, you know, do 10,000 tweets or respond to every one of, you know what I mean? I like, you don't know who they are. And I think if you're generous minded, you think, well, they're human beings like me. And then it's probably like, there's something wrong with most of the people that are actually the respondents in many cases. I never see John respond to someone saying, you got a blue check mark. You have no interest in doing that ever. Yeah. I've never seen you do that. No, I've never seen Scott do that. But I'm like, there are people who are just like, this is a huge political thing. If I did not tweet in response to this, yeah, I have nothing in my life or whatever it is. It's making them do that. I'm like, you know, life is short. Like just, you know what I mean? So it's like, I really just, feel like... It's just cloud it's not, engagement. That's I feel all. like Twitter is so not representative of average person. It's like probably, like, in some instances. Well, obviously, it kind of never I'm was. i trying to insult everyone on no, no, there. No, no. Like, it it kind of never was, but now it's not. Uh, it's even not more that way. Like, it's it's all, yeah. it was already weird that way, but now it's like, I don't want to... Like, I don't know if you've ever read, like, if it's a controversial post... Most of the replies at the top, because they're being surfaced because your Twitter blue subscribers are Twitter blue subscribers, and they're yeah. all talking nonsense. It's yeah. just nonsense, miles of it. And you're just like, I don't want any of this. And if it was easy for me to block you all, I would, but it isn't. I have to go into each one of you and do it, and I don't have time. Yeah. So, F off. Yeah. Yeah. So, they've re- anyways, it's just funny how much they devalue it. I think Discord's an interesting place because I've been. I don't know if I recommend this or not, but I've been going, there's a tab where you can just find public channels, like mm-hmm. search, type your interest in, find a channel. Yeah. And I've just sort of been exploring that aspect. Basically, it's like sub like subreddits, I guess. But sure. um, I just wonder if there's anything interesting to come out of that. So yeah. I've been doing that a little more too. I like Discord a lot. Been so I just wonder if there's some way they can do that where they can actually tie your your interests or your conversational field because the frog pants discord plug for it by the way it's great like that <laughs> it really is great yeah. it's a really I wonderful place i can't speak for other servers but i and it isn't an echo awesome. chamber because some people argue maybe yeah, we have some moments sometimes. some gaming you know? some gaming heat in there sometimes you know yeah, sometimes someone has a heated gamer moment speaks yeah. out of turn you know like it's not an echo chamber like maybe you're thinking yeah and people do have to be polite but that's i guess that's the key is the moderation i mean twitter even before Elon was still a little. It's pretty bad at it. Always lawless, has been. you know, or just yeah. a big vat of everything. Yeah, yeah. it's an ugly place now. Uh, all right, let's move on to some uh, some correspondence. That's a good question. We got some stuff here, like this call about Bo and his needs. I'm pretty sure we didn't play this. Okay, My needs. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> if I if you guys hear this and go, I think we heard this already. Tell me, but I'm pretty sure this is the first we've heard this. And by the way, this is a trans this is a transcribed email. Hi Scott John Bo. Firstly, thank you for years of amazing entertainment. From Hots to Aww. Super Lake Run and everything in between, I always look forward to streaming the pre-show, show, and anything else you throw my way. With the pleasantries complete, I now feel I need to turn my attention to Bo and his habit of sticking his butt in the shower after sending a message to the Ninja Turtles. Not only <laughs> oh, are you risking a one. potential hanger falling to the floor during the waddle end or swing this. to the stall, you are introducing bio-waste to your bathing area. You'll be standing in that later. You have to bleach that shit. I have to ask again, though I think you've addressed it in the past, why in the heck don't you just invest in a bidet? It's water, right there, doing precisely what you want, 
and it goes into the toilet where it belongs. Is it because you are renting? I'm sure there are ones that are easy to install and remove when needed. Is it because of the cost? There are like 20 on Amazon for under 50 bucks. Oh yes, I checked. Or even some nice ones with warm water and heated seats and coffee makers and air dryers. Okay, not coffee makers. For under 300 USD. Ask the core listeners to stop gifting games you'll probably never play and contribute to the Baudet Fund and you'll be splish-splashing your way to a squeaky clean sphincter in no time. Anywho, love the show. I feel like we're friends even though that's weird and silly. Bob. <laughs> Bob! <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that, I thought maybe... Oh, we didn't play... So, did, we didn't play this we one didn't, the show? I think we talked no. about the bidet, the Baudet thing. I, I can't remember. Maybe, maybe, maybe you shared it before we did the show. I might somehow. have done I've that. never heard that. That was incredible. Yeah. That was I remember my answer to this. is I The reason why I'm nervous about a Baudet, a bidet until I try one is, you know... The thing I can count on is el- I have a good elbow grease when it comes to self. You know, does a bidet have elbow grease? Yeah. Uh, you know, is it scrub? Does it get into the nook and crannies? Does it lather that soap well, around and get you, you clean? Do a, you do a finisher. You do a finisher wipe. A, a final pass. That's true. Final pass. You're right. If you have a bidet, the, you, you you do all the cleaning. And then if, if it has a drying mechanism, sometimes that's the, all you need. But if it doesn't have the drying one, you just do a final little, uh, you know, little cleanup there, and you're done. Okay. All right, all right. I gotta try one. That's the thing. The cold, I've never tried one, so you know, the cold water ones suck. I can tell you that. I like the warm I, ones. Unfortunately, <laughs> I only have the option for a cold water one. Mine hooks up to hot water. Yeah. But I would have to drill into a cabinet that is. We don't own this house, so mm. that's a big no. Yeah. So it is cold water only for me. The good news is we're in Arizona. So now that it's summer, that cold water might as well be hot. Yeah, it may as well be hot, right? Yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, he's not wrong. So I guess somebody should send me a bidet. <laughs> it was more an instruction for the listeners and not for me. Yeah, good point. Stop buying more games he won't play and buy him a bidet. There you have it. Uh, let's hear this uh, text from Mike from Rocket City who says, Hello, core crew. Which gaming console would you uh, have as your choice for home defense? And how far do you think you could throw it? Awesome show, Mike. Well, Mike in Rocket City. Uh Boy, I think you said you could do some real damage with a Series X or a PS5. They're both meaty and chunky and have hard edges. Yeah, but you might not throw it as far as you think. Think about the Switch. You can actually get like frisbee it, like you can. Yeah, yeah. Like you can get a real spin on it, get that thing nice and far. Mm-hmm. You could take off the 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 controllers on the sides of it if it's that kind of Switch, and those edges would hurt. You know, oh yeah, and it breaks out into nunchucks or something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. So if you got hit in the corner, one of those corners hit you in the temple, you're you're done. Um, but you'd have to throw uh, it pretty just, hard. They just came out with a notice that the Ukrainian army is using the Steam Deck to control weaponry. Oh no way! Really? Maybe uh, maybe I can use the Steam Deck for that. Yeah, I saw that article. I'm like, I don't know if that was for the show, but it is a use of the Steam Deck. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, like. Home wow. defense with the Steam Deck sounds pretty good. I'm not throwing it, but right. you hook it up to an automated yeah, I, system. And- I guess the Steam Deck's the choice then, right? If I can hook it up. I, th- I, f- I am assuming he means like wield it as a weapon. Yeah, weapon weapon wielding. And the Steam Deck is a heavy, uh, Steam Deck's a heavy, you know, you could hurt somebody with a Steam Deck. It's a heavy one. But I think we got to go like old school, like, uh, oh gosh, um, I don't even know. Um, like an N64 controller? <laughs> 
Yeah. It's like a, you shank someone with that, you know, yeah. sharpen, sharpen that, that little edge there. You could swing it, go to, right? Because I think cord. I'd just throw my PS4 or my PS4 Pro at him. Like, there's a lot of hard angles on it. It's not too heavy. Um, but more importantly, it's not currently plugged in and being used. Like, <laughs> I think be. you got to, I think you got to anticipate that, you know, factor as well. Like, you know, you throw the consoles you're not using first. If that doesn't do it, then you start picking amongst your children. You've got to understand that at a certain point, your opponent's going to fall down and you have to live in a potentially consoleless world because you wasted it in self-defense. Yeah. Now, you don't want to die because then it doesn't matter. No. But you, if you survive this encounter, you're going to want to relax with a good video game and you're going to need a console to do it. Yeah. So. You don't throw what you're playing. My PC, that's the last line of defense, literally, because I couldn't huck it very far. Yeah. So, but we're mm. holding on to that for a while. Yeah. So, you know, you think of the things that you have that you don't have hooked up. Then you go to the things that you can live without. Then you go to the things you don't think you can live without, but you got to. And then you go to the, the necessities after that. Chat room has a good point about GameCube. It has that handle on it. Yeah. But see, the problem is I don't have a GameCube. It is oh. good for. You know, yeah. chucking, but I don't have one. I have one over there somewhere. It doesn't work, so that's even better because I don't care oh, about better. it. Oh, even better, yeah. Yeah, that's great. A purple one, one of the OG purples. Yeah. So I think that I could spice. do. spice. Yeah. Not spice orange. No, I like the spice orange. I never got one, though. I never had that back display. I wanted that that attached and let you play games on it. It was like a yeah. tiny monitor. I love that. GameCube was cool, man. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> I love the game. It was some third place shit that year, but or that gen, but I liked it. Um, okay. Thanks everybody for your messages. Those texts came to us at 801-471-0462. Same with the voicemail. And, uh, you can always send us emails if you'd like, which is talk to the court gmail.com. Please join us on our Patreon. Oh, guess who forgot to, uh, check new names on Patreon. Uh, we got any new names this week. I bet we did. I just forgot to do it. I'm going to do it right now in real time and it's going to blow your minds how good I am at this. Uh, whoop, nope, that won't blow your mind at all because that's slow. Okay, here we go. Nope, got to log in there. Need the password. Where's my manager? Okay, great. Oh, here we go. New, the, the new page is looking real sexy, though, Scott. I know, right? Damn. I decided to add a little color to our lives and I don't know, make things look a little more, a little brighter. Um, okay, so here we go. Uh, I guess I have to look at last week who we ended on. So last week we went all the way up to Chris Schultz, he was our last from last week. So this week. We start at Chris Schultz and we work our way up. Oh my gosh. Can this be right? This can't be right. Hold on a second, you guys. Can we get this many people? <laughs> I mean, I think so. Like, you guys listening, I just want to give every one of you a hug because the amount of love that you've been pouring out week over week is overwhelming. Like, it's kind yeah. of insane. I'm very happy. Like, I'm serious. I talked about a pre show, not on the show. But we're getting real close to a point where you can have more bow in your life. And yeah. it's thanks to the people on core, most of all, um, providing support for the show. So please keep it coming. Yeah, and please, so we can play Dungeons and Dragons together. Please do. I want there's so much stuff we could do. Um okay, you guys are gonna be blown on away. On my by this. side you helped support a little baby that sprayed me with a bidet earlier. Oh, good. Oh my gosh. Keep that really? up. That's the yeah, look at this list. Durog, Michael, Liquid Wrench, Gordon, Logan, Ulf, Linda, Zach and Eel, Kyle. Kevin, uh, Stephen, Tim, Micah, Kurt, Stefan, Ben, Rasmus, oh, Scotty, crap. Caleb, Rob Dog, uh, Sean Francis, Phil, 
Welch, uh, Jason LaCoyer. <laughs> are some people getting their last names read? And I don't know why aren't. I'm doing that. It's hard. It's hard for me to read them. Bika, you should Bika. at least give the last initial. I know Kyle and Tim have real unique names, <laughs> but they might like at least the last initial read so they know that it's them. That's a fair point. Kyle R. I'll just say his whole name. Kyle Rice. Who is the other guy? Kevin Harris. Tim Harrop. Uh, go back up here. Bika or Bika. Liquid Smoke 2517 and Lucas McCoy. Good Lord. We just did a show a Friday. Was That's so good. good. You guys Thank are you. awesome. My gosh. I mean, really, for real. You think we were kidding, but like we want to expand what we do with core. The the quicker we get there, the the more stuff we can do. And you guys are just amazing. I can't I can't say enough about you. If you uh would like to be one of these wonderful human beings and all of our past membership folks, go to patreon.com slash core show. Uh, one of the things I wanted to mention, which I didn't make very clear in the past, the way uh, the YouTube archives work now is when the show's over, the current live stream that's watching now that's been here since pre-show all the way through the break and all the way to the end and any post-show we do, uh, they've all seen it. But that stuff ends up in audio form for the podcast folks on the on the Patreon. And then the video archive doesn't get deleted. It gets put in private mode, basically. And all of you as patrons you get the access to that link exclusively. No one else gets it publicly. So it's like a nice new thing we're doing. So if you're a patron, you get all that. You never get ads or commercials. You get pre-show and post-show content every week. Art in the mail. Uh, bonus host podcast now that we're doing every week. I got one coming up here shortly. Not every week. Every month. Every month. Sorry. Thank you for clarifying Sign us that. up for too much. Good Lord. And we I, can I get do... to every week, though. Numbers like this keep happening week to week. We'll we can do there. it. Hell, you may get a and I, piece of content. And just as a little thing, too, do, not that it's official yet or anything, but I do plan to make good. I want to have a VR chat party or some sort of online thing that we can kind of do. Yeah, I would love that. Uh, online as well. And um, yeah. We should do that soon. Good. Just because uh, we got the 2D version of VR chat for all those who don't have headsets yet. For those of us with headsets, we can be walking around in there. Yeah, it might be worth mentioning, you know, D4 is coming out. We'll probably, there'll be more bands or clans in there. We'll probably try and get something for those playing D4 into the... Hell yeah. Sort something out with the clan in there, too. More core is the bottom line. More core in some form or another. Anyway, thank you all so much. It means a lot to us. Frogpants.com slash core for everything else. Uh, one other note, the Kickstarter for my card game is still going strong. Uh, we just broke through the third stretch goal today. So if you are curious at all about my game Dungeon Murder, go to DungeonMurder.com. It will take you straight to the Kickstarter and find out if that thing's for you. I would love it if a bunch of you got to play it. I'm very proud of it. And more on that front coming soon. Okay. Time to hand uh, the microphone to Grandma and let her tell everybody what we played today. Grandma, take it away. Oh, that's right. I can't check out yet. i got more to do. Uh, <laughs> Grandma, you got lots of life left. Don't say that. <laughs> all right. Well... Uh, Scott and John are sad they did, but they did play Redfall, so that got talked about. And if we didn't sell you on it, I don't know what will. <laughs> Scott played Circus Electrique and Helltaker <laughs> and Accelerate to the Tropics, because apparently he's just in the mood for funky titles this week. Uh, John played WWE 2K23, sort of. Uh, he played Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order because why play a current game when you can play an old game? And he's continuing to play Fortnite and tell you about it, I guess. Bo played the more modern 
Jedi Survivor, and uh, he's playing WoW, which really stunned Scott into silence. So <laughs> if you if you missed that part where Scott was quiet, it was because Bo was playing WoW. He's also playing Heroes and War Tales and etc. Whatever the hell that means. But, uh, <laughs> good on him for playing etc. We look forward to checking that out in our own Steam libraries. Yeah, he'll be streaming that soon. Etcetera is Latin, Grandma. Jeez. Oh shit! Well, you see. should know. You lived long enough to to, to have Latin. Yeah, <laughs> duh. In your world. Uh, well, that sounds great, Grandma. Thanks for good, your good work. You will live forever, and we'll be back with more next time right here on Core. Between now and then, we hope you have a fantastic week. Take care of each other. Enjoy your early summer, late spring, and we'll see you next time. If you like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Perhaps you'll be the second chef to get three stars. Hey, guys. Uh, this is Blake from New York City. Um, I'm out walking the dog right now, listening to Core. And you guys are talking about the guy who has to pay $10 million to Nintendo. And, yeah, I think that that really sucks. And it doesn't. Um, matter to Nintendo, they that they're going to forget about that guy. All the reason they're doing it though is just to try to deter other people from doing a similar thing to their product. But I mean, if we look at like the death penalty, it doesn't deter um, drug lords or anything like that. So uh, yeah, while I think the guy should have to pay back. The money that he made, uh, meanwhile, all that money is not his. The other people that got away probably have a significant chunk of it. I think the $10 million thing, especially since he served, I think, five years in prison, that's a lot. That's extreme. Singer in Wisconsin here. What would you guys, how cool would it be if Everspace 2 was in the Star Wars universe? Like, that is the perfect game that should have gotten a Star Wars scan over it and should have just been made into a Star Wars game. Have a good one. Hey, core crew. It's JV again. Uh, we really got to stop meeting like this. But while I have you, uh, it felt like the la- unofficial theme of last week's episode was games that you guys are or will be dangerously addicted to, uh, a la Everspace, Diablo, RE4, War Tales. Um, <clears throat> so in the spirit of like that, of that, I wanted to call and toss Project Zomboid into the conversation. Um, it's not by any means a new game. I think, in fact, later this year, um, it'll have its 10-year anniversary um, of its initial release. But I don't really remember hearing you guys ever talk about it, so I wanted to just bring it up as um, something for people to keep their eye on. I think it's one of the greatest, if not like the outright best, survival game. Um, and the level of like detail in it is just super impressive. The gameplay is really challenging and engaging, especially um, even early on when you're still new and don't know anything and are dying frequently. Um, you really just want to keep jumping back in and learning more and seeing how long you can last and survive. And then um, the depth of like the various crafting systems and stuff is just like really staggering. Um, and then also the dev team is just really dedicated. It's clearly like a labor of love type thing because even a decade on now, they're still churning out massive content patches. Um, so after a while of eyeing it, my friends and I pulled the trigger on it during the spring-summer sale well, a few weeks ago. <clears throat> and in the 17 or so days that I've had the game, 
I have already logged uh, an insane 75 and a half hours of playtime, um, which I'm not going to do the depressing math on what that equates to per day, but it's just really got its hooks in me. Um, and so I know that there's a lot of good games on your guys' plates, and obviously even more to be served up here shortly. Um, but if you're at all in survival games, so like looking at you, Bo, uh, I think Project Zomboid really deserves uh, some of your attention, be it right now or somewhere down the line. Thanks. Hope you guys have a killer rest of your week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.